Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Talk Star Wars, a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Check us out on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hello there, and welcome back to Talk Star Wars, episode 155, a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network and the Star Wars Podcast of Emotionally 14. I'm Rob. I'm Carlos. And I'm Andy. Hello. Woo! Woo. We are three this evening. Carlos has, you know, graced us, you've graced us with your presence many times, and we are always glad to have you. Uh, but making his Talk Star Wars debut from the Retro Inc. podcast, it is fellow Knight of the Commonwealth and fellow Commonwealth podcast st- megastar, Andy. <laughs> hello, mate. Hello. Thank you. It's a pleasure. It's Thank you for hello, having me on. Hello, Smitty. Hello. <laughs> hello there, Carlos Governor. How you doing, mate? <laughs> Goodness me. <laughs> Mary Poppins returns and doesn't know when to leave. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Everybody's great. Great. Well, that's good. good that's good to hear. All good. Unfortunately, Brad is not with us this evening. He is feeling under the weather. Except Brad. Brad's not great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I probably should have cave- prefaced with that, but, you know, it, it is what it is. So, you know, unfortunately, he is under the weather this week. Thankfully, you two wonderful gents have graced us with your presence to help me uh, not have to do a solo show because, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're easy on the edits. The grand, but In the grand scheme of things, we are all under the weather. I mean, oh, deep man, isn't? Aren't we? <laughs> yeah, that. No, I mean, you're not wrong. This is true. You know, it is very much the case. Yeah, I just, I, I, I uh, after saying it, I realized that I, it shouldn't have been verbalized. But that's okay. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, ultimately, if there's one place where the thoughts that probably shouldn't have been expressed are expressed, it's emotionally14.com. Is uh, you know the home of such rambling shambles. But uh, this is the, yeah, this is Talk Star Wars. This is the Star Wars specific podcast. We have some wonderful questions, which I'm hoping will prompt some interesting discussions. Uh, so first, we will go to our spoiler-free resistance roundup, courtesy of Knight of the Commonwealth Vesuvi, and the roundup reads: Tonight's episode was called "The First Order Occupation." Now, I feel like that spoilers personally, as an aside. But at the same time, if Lucasfilm feel it's fair, then I get it. 
Kaz is frustrated with how stormtroopers now have security patrols on the Colossus, even though their presence has put an end to pirate raids. So they're not seen by everyone as a threat, mostly just a nuisance. Word gets around that troops are trying to close in on the spy. Yiga warns Kaz to lie low and refrain from contacting the resistance, which is foremost on Kaz's mind. And if I tell you any more, it might just spoil the meat of what transpires. Oh my. <laughs> but I will say that we hear the name of the heavyset Rodian, it's Glem, and we get more than just a passing interaction with the station's janitor, Opipit. And we get another brief glimpse of a giant Rockner. There's a cool new flying creature, not to be confused with Spiegel's, rather like a shrimp with wings, but I can't find them on Wikipedia just yet. I like the fact that a massive Rodian is just called Glem. It's like a, you know, really over-cynical nightclub bouncer. Just has that kind of monosyllabic <laughs> percussive ring to it. Uh, so Vesuvi has included, uh, in, you know, typical Vesuvi fashion, lots of Wikipedia uh, links, which is always nice, because obviously it's nice to be able to kind of quantify these things um these are some interesting creature designs i shall say that uh and then she wrote regarding episode 154 thanks rob thanks brad and if christopher sean is listening be still my beating heart <laughs> so yeah last week we mentioned that uh, christopher sean had followed us on twitter and uh, as far as i know he still does that's obviously a good sign uh yep. so talk star wars is holding fast or climbing the charts eh. in uganda <laughs> kazakhstan and south korea Good job. For those thinking Star Wars enthusiasts are a ghetto, indeed we are a world. I'd like to take this opportunity to briefly clarify what has been hilariously characterized rather often as me mansplaining to Brad. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do hope he knows I'm not oversimplifying and never condescending certain descriptions for his benefit, nor his vexation. I'm doing so for listeners who might be more casual fans, as opposed to canon junkies like us. Pats Brad on the head and puts a lollipop in his front pocket. <laughs> and speaking of junkies i should also elucidate that as twisted and bizarre as my messages often are and we saw good evidence of that last week didn't we kids uh they are not results of me being intoxicated nor drugged in any way if i was still in college the story might be different my sense of humor just tends towards the peculiar thanks john waters uh in fact yeah we, we got a couple of messages about wow I want what she ha I want what she's having. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I should also like listeners to know that while making people smile or laugh has been a lifelong calling, both casually and professionally, I actually submitted a serious tale to talk Star Wars, written while I was prostrate with grief, that has yet to be read in dulcet British accents, as it is approximately forty five minutes long. But who knows? Someday you might hear my fable of Boots Pursuit, aka the little gonk droid that could. Tongue firmly planted in cheek, but which cheek? Oh my. Vesuvi, Knight of the Commonwealth. Well, Vesuvi, thank you very much for that. Um, I'm sure, I'm not going to, I don't want to speak for Brad, but I reckon I can probably guess that he probably doesn't take it personally. I'd like to believe. Now, whether or not he does, you'd have to ask him. And I plan to next time he's on. Our next message, so this is the one that uh, I should have looked up the translation, the uh, pronunciation for before we started. I meant to do that this morning and didn't. Never mind. Hey. <laughs> this is from Andrew. So that was not the bit that I had to look up the pronunciation for, just to be clear. Um, <laughs> Andra? <laughs> Andra? And? Androw? Andy, what do you make of it? I've, I've been called all different names in my life, mate. In, even oh. down to eight. So a. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Um, 
So, and Andrew, I'm going to go with Andrew. Uh, I'm kidding. Andrew writes, Robin Brad, thanks for top-notch pods in recent weeks. That's easy for me to say. Congrats for topping the charts in countries across the globe. And to our friends in Kazakhstan, a phrase that means hello there in Kazakh. I meant to look up the pronunciation. Yeah. (laughs) Kanememsi, 6E. That's not what it is. I don't know. It's Cyrillic. I don't know. Okay? I'm butchering it. I know this. Um, (laughs) It's a droid. I'm sure it's a droid. (laughs) It's a droid, right? It's a droid designation. It must be. Kanememsi, 6E. Um, No, I will... I'm, I'm suitably shamefaced. I meant to look the, look the pronunciation up and didn't have a chance today. Um, hello there, but it means hello there in Kazakh. So if you're listening in Kazakhstan and you're you're still with us, um, just whatever hello there is was what was written. And uh, if you could send in a pronunciation, that'd be very helpful um, in future. With recent updates to Battlefront 2, <laughs> seeing the addition of Obi-Wan, Grievous and Dooku to the game, this presents new opportunities to pit characters from across the Star Wars timeline against each other in Mortal Kombat. Uh, I also quite like the ability to do the same thing in the X-Wing Miniatures game with Rebels, Empire, First Order, Resistance, Scum and Villainy, and soon Republic and Separatists, all factions that can battle each other interchangeably, even the same faction fighting itself. This got me thinking, it would be great to hear your views on some classic who-would-win-in-a-fight questions. If you're mm. up for it, I'd love to hear you discuss who would be the victor in the following death matches that we would never see in canon. To flesh this out a bit, please assume ground-based combat, both combatants are at full health with their standard weaponry, starting approximately 20 feet apart. <laughs> Think Street Fighter. And at, equal out- <laughs> uh, and at equal altitude, no one has the high ground to begin with. Light mm. cover is available, a sort of hangar bay environment, retreat is not an option. Alright, so we've got our ground rules set for our Mortal Kombat. So, first uh, matchup is Kylo Ren as of the end of The Last Jedi versus Count Dooku in his Clone Wars Prime. I'll go first. All right. Kylo Ren wins. Okay. Because Dooku in The Clone Wars actually leaves the fight with Yoda and escapes. Mm. And since there's no retreat as an option... Kylo Ren runs his blade right through him. Okay. So you reckon he'd try and retreat, realize it's not an option, and then he'd be run through? Well, no. I mean, if you're, you're calling, you're saying Dooku yeah. from the... Yeah, but not Dooku from the Clone Wars versus Yoda. <laughs> Dooku from the Clone Wars as, yeah, as like a, you know, in his, in his physical peak, as it were. Although, mm. I mean, he's probably in his 60s. Easily, yeah. So I don't know about Prime there i don't know what he was like as a jedi so he might be he might have been even better it's hard to say really it's tough actually it's a it's a tough call uh because kylo ren uh was bested by a girl who had never held a lightsaber so uh i don't know it's yeah exactly not my star wars (laughs) no it's jj's this is you know his name's in the credits and everything that's what happens exactly Um, production company so bad robot (laughs) Andy what do you make of it I'm going to go the other way to be honest with you Kylo yeah yeah I'd say Kylo every time Um, you look at Dooku back then he's an old man he's not really fighting is he Um, I, I think Ren at the end of The Last Jedi is 
it's kind of his coming of age, that movie, wasn't it? Yeah, that totally. That where the mask came off, he killed Snoke, he was ready. He's he's become what he wanted to become, and this is where we're going to see his story go from now. Whereas Dooku, like you say, he just run away at everything. Yeah. And I don't think Dooku, I've never seen him, in my eyes, as a fighter. I've always seen him more of a, a strategist, a, yeah. a, you know, a, yeah. a general, that sort of ilk of... of um, of standing and yeah and i think ren at the end of the last jedi he's just out for blood and i think if you've got him fighting this old man i mean look look at anakin fighting dooku yeah in revenge of the sith that's an older one as well yeah it's um yeah i I just see as ren would walk all over him at that point okay interesting i i think i'd broadly agree the only thing i would kind of countenance with is the kylo at the end of last jedi is really angry and probably not in the best control of his emotions mm-hmm. and dooku strikes me as somebody who can probably leverage that to maybe a tactical advantage well, well not only that he's smart he's smart enough to know when it's time to go yeah so he's he's in he's in control of his faculties mm-hmm. so yeah no i agree with you yeah uh, I think Ky- lasts Kyle's as long very as unpredictable he is. It this lasts is as long as his electric wheelchair lasts. This is true, yeah. And especially, <laughs> it, there's no high ground to begin with, but, you know, if there's any ramps involved in the hangar bay, He's then done. that kind of changes yeah. the game, changes the dynamic. Sometimes completely. you get those little lips, don't you, as well, or yeah. a little groove yeah. you might get stuck in. So <laughs> Just a little, all it takes is just like a little tiny bit of drainage around the outsides, and he's done. Like, just, he's, you know... He, what, a bit, a bit of oil from one of the yeah. TIE fighters or something, and he's just wheel spinning or r2's um you know oil attack that he can suddenly do in revenge of the sith but for because reasons right you know yeah. well look dooku in revenge of the sith actually does a freaking somersault true yeah from the top of the balcony so it's like he's he's capable he's quite capable physically yeah he's not i mean whether, he's, not whether he's using the force or not yeah i think that was an accident and he just styled it <laughs> <laughs> i think he had a fall <laughs> he's uh buzz lightyear he I buzz want, lightyear did. i want that yeah. to Falling be I, I so want that to be the case like you just hear him go oh no oh, oh, oh nailed it <laughs> Because the same time he pushes the the button on his lightsaber, it also calls for help. Yeah, this is it. He's got one of those panic lights. Oh, he's got one of those medic alert lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Was it medical a weird alert Al plus morphine? Yeah, this is it. Weird Al Yankovic, a nuclear nurse with the Reagan. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, he's calling I, the nurse. I really want to just. It's one of those things. I say it all the time. If I had the if I had the time, I would want to go and redub like that scene from Render the Sith. Like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. Oh, so, nailed oh, it. N- nailed it. Nailed it. Totally nailed it. <laughs> Let's fight and stuff. And then you'd have the. Um, do you remember there was a period where it, there was a there was a running theme of a scene from a movie, but every time X happens, Y happens. Do you know what I mean? So there was like every time the, there was the the one that I remember most vividly was B movie. Every time somebody says the word B, the movie halves in length. So like it speeds up to twi- to double speed. Yeah. And by the end of it, it's just quantum. It's just so fast because they've just said B so many bloody times. I wa- I saw one where it was getting ridiculous. It was the lightsaber fight from Revenge of the Sith from the very beginning of the movie where they just where they first start fighting. And um, it was the one that I saw was Owen Wilson going, wow, wow, 
wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and I just thought, is this going to get to the point where every time they clash lightsabers, the entire Yubnub song plays for the whole duration, and then they just <laughs> cascade over each other? It's just this I'm cacophony of noise by the end of the by the end of the scene. It's just the screaming of the infernal damnation <laughs> because it's just a hundred instances of overlaid Yubnub songs at different lengths. It's it was madness, but that was yeah. As an aside, that was just something that popped into my head. <laughs> so, what's our final answer for the? Uh, so, it, it, obviously, everybody can have different answers. I don't mean it to. We have to have consensus. So we're not moving on until we've we've all agreed. <laughs> this is not agree Star Wars, as Brad's fond of saying. Just before he disagrees saying, with me, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying Ren, Ren, Carlos. Uh, I th- I think so too. I think so. Luke kind of quantifies it by saying that he's never seen power like that before. Not yeah, uh, the not strength seen, of Kylo Ren. Only once and, before, yeah. I think his bloodthirst also makes him more dangerous, and and Dooku not being able to retreat takes away one of his uh, one of his tactics, his options. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think the thing you say about you know bested by a girl that never held a lightsaber before, we don't know who or what Ray is yet. No, of course, of course. And, that, and that, that's that's the and he just killed his father, and he got her. shot by a Wookiee, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he took a blow from a stormtrooper who would also never held. <laughs> A lightsaber, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's Ray not true. Nice he held it. Yeah, he held it on Takodana. This is true. Yeah, so, he did. He yeah. wielded it quite. You know, not yes. not incapably. He did just about well, enough, just functionally, yeah. just enough to not get killed. Which is, yeah. you know, but I mean, he has had combat training. Exactly. So it's not like, and you know, if you yeah. want a base level, doing it well enough to not get killed is pretty good. I think as a as a remedial level, it's quite good. I think that's a good one to aim for. With any yeah, skill, yeah, not, with any skill, not to be honest, yourself in the junk with a laser sword, exactly. Is probably, yeah, yeah, and it, like, I mean, I try and look at that with any skill. You know, I want to be able to cook to the level where I can't kill myself doing it. I want to be able to clean a room to the level where I won't kill myself doing it. <laughs> I just want that level of security in everything I set my mind to. I want to be able to successfully edit a podcast in a way that will not shorten my life. I'm still working on that one. That might happen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still working on it. I'm getting there. <laughs> I think I agree with you guys. I think I think Ren. I think youth wins over experience in this one because you know raw power and fury uh, beats out over you know. And retreat is not an option. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like you say, he he. That's one of his most kind of you know favorite ones from the playbook. So. Mm. Although, although knowing mm. that retreat is not an option, maybe Dooku puts it into a different gear. We don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Right. Maybe he goes yeah. full Saruman the White and just... <laughs> but he's a Jedi, right? So he, he was a Jedi yeah. originally. So, yeah. so he probably, uh, you know, one of his base instincts is probably not to, uh, not to kill. Maybe. So, yeah. As long as it doesn't go on too long and he needs a nap and to take his meds. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's like you just they break for Ovaltine midway through. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're, I think we're all. Uh, yeah, I think there's yeah. consensus on that one. I say it wasn't something I was desperate to have before we moved on, but it's nice that we got there. Uh, yeah. Number two Han at the end of Solo versus Poe from The Force Awakens. Uh, so I'll jump in first. Go for uh, it. As I was, as I was reading the this this question, uh, I, I thought, "Ooh, Han Solo, you know, he 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 hasn't he hasn't murdered Greedo yet. No, nope. but he he murders Beckett at the end of Solo. So yeah. he 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 shoots first. So as of Solo, or as of mm-hmm. any era, I think Han is still Han. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say Han. Okay. Poe po to me doesn't seem like he he take the cheap shots, whereas Too we already know that Han does. Mm, maybe, yeah. It's hard, it's hard to judge, isn't it? We don't know as much about Poe's backstory as Han's. We just know he comes from a family who had a, was it a forced tree near their house? Something, Something like that. But uh, the this one to me is like the I mean we haven't got to the whole lot yet so obviously there are going to be some that are that might that potential to beat this but this one feels like to me like the one that you'd be most hyped for in the build up and then it would be the most disappointing fight when it came to because <laughs> it is just two blokes beating the crap out of each other. And I mean, some people get a kick out of that. I just, it doesn't necessarily... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Necessarily interests me personally. You know, that's why I don't go in for boxing so much as pro wrestling because boxing can be over in a minute and a half, whereas pro wrestling, you know, you're going to get four hours. You just know, you just do. WrestleMania is going to be four hours. You know this. It's going to be, if anything, it's closer to seven now. Whereas, like, you know, Mayweather versus Pacquiao might be over in one minute, 16 seconds, because one might just get a good shot in and knock the other one clean out cold. Yeah, or like McGregor against Jose Aldo was 13 seconds. Exactly. Or then, you know, something You're really... You're paying $70 for pay-per-view. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you, yeah. You, I feel you're kind of, you know, within your rights to feel a bit cheated there, personally. But uh, what, do I, what do I know about boxing promotion, ultimately? But my... um. My thing with this is, uh, this is the one I kind of care the least about. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, I think of the two, I'd probably be inclined to lean towards Han, if only because we know the least about Poe's character. Mm. We know he likes there to be a plan. We know this. He'll go to great lengths to ensure there's a plan, including an up to mutiny. So, you know, yeah. we know he likes it. We know he likes a good plan. So we know he, he's a he's a kind of whether he's a strategist or not is kind of remains to be seen. But he's certainly somebody who appreciates that planning is important. Whereas I don't necessarily think Han is that. Well, in fact, he says, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think about these things until after I've done them, <laughs> which is exactly. You know, no, I, it's for me, it's clear that uh, Paul, uh, as soon as Han got an opportunity, he's going to he take would, him out. He would take. He would take Paul out, whereas Paul pulls a gun on Haldo, but says he he goes by the uh, the rules of of. Uh, That's true. He does follow the of rules the of Navy. the rules of engagement. Yeah, um, yeah. So he's like, oh, you know, this is what's happening. Uh, you know, pulls a gun on them, but uh, does it by the book. Yes, yeah, no, so, that's true. It's a fair point. Fair point. Well made. Yeah. 
Andy, what do you it's make? It's what I do. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's why, that's why I like <laughs> it when it, you come on. Yeah. Andy, go it's, for it. It's a point ver- yeah, it's a point very well made because at first I was going to say Poe, but the whole shooting first thing um, has changed my opinion on that because you're right. I think Poe's been trained because he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Han was trained because it was a way out of getting out of everything else that he had to yep. do, and yeah. he jumps from place to place. It's necessity rather than... Poe, yeah. He's a survivor, right? Yeah, Poe to me looks like he grew up in quite a stable place. I mean, we don't know, do we? But it's to me, it looks like he probably grew up, joined the resistance or, or and and had the training and become a pilot. We don't know what it's like hand-to-hand or... Poe looks mark. like he grew up and he was loved. Yeah. Mm. Han can take a beating. He, you know, he grew up on the streets. Yeah, and true. And he's going to go out there, first for blood. I mean, we've seen him. He, he, he fights Chewie. That's true, yeah, yeah. he does. It, you know, he, okay, he doesn't really fight him, but he manages he, he to bit stay alive. Bloody yeah, yeah. He, he manages to stay alive against a beast that will rip your arms off. He gets spine, doesn't he get and like spine busted or something by Chewie? Like, yeah. Chewie wraps him yeah. around a, a metal pole. It's incredible. Oh, like, yeah. I'm just like, how does he, how is he still walking? Like, that would have knocked me out flat for days. And Han just gets back up. It's incredible. I mean, if it was me fighting Poe, I couldn't punch Oscar Isaac in his pretty face. Oh, I know, right? I watched Annihilation so, today, and uh, <laughs> oh man, just so. so Pat, yeah, Pat I mean, and Poe Dameron got married, and now my canon sense is weirded out. It's proof, then, isn't it? Very peculiar to me. Yeah, <laughs> that was a weird. Wait, that was a weird film. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitive. Um, yeah, it's that was a weird film for me because like I say I, I I have this. Not, it's, it's not so much a problem generally, but sometimes I have trouble separating the actor from the character if I think of them as somebody iconic, you know, and especially with Oscar Isaac. I don't really have any context for him in any other role yet until, like, Annihilation Phoenix was my... Machina? No, I haven't, no. I... Do yourself a favour, Rob. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, I'll make sure that, uh, that is on my list. I think it's on my... I might have it on Apple TV, actually, so I might make that one of my... Yeah. I might make that one. That's where I fell in love with um, Oscar Isaac as an actor was in that film. He was great in Star Wars, but Ex Machina is something else. Okay, I'll give that a go. Um, Yeah, but say, you know, watching him and uh, Padme married, I was like, wow, this is a weird... It's like like they read my fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird, but it's pretty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's one of the best-looking on-screen pairings I've ever seen. Yeah. You know. Um, and the movie's not bad, actually. So, you know, that was also nice. Um, yeah, I'd, I'm going to go with Han. I, mean, I don't know enough yeah. about Poe to uh, to kind of to make an informed decision, really. We we still don't know nearly enough. And I do I, – I take your point about, like, the, the kind of – the more stable upbringing. I mean, it's, it's, argue, it's inarguable, right? It's – you know, both his parents are kind of known to him, for sure. Yeah. I would say. So the, I mean, that already sets him on a good stead compared to Han. Um, and also, I mean, there's got to be a level of, you know, Poe and Force Awakens probably venerates Han a little bit because Han's a war, you know, this kind of general military war mm-hmm. hero. Han in Solo doesn't have any of that for Poe Dameron. He doesn't even know who he is. More likely to just take him out. I just read ahead. (laughs) (laughs) See him going. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. It's okay. We'll get there. It's all right. We're getting there. <laughs> we have a few to get to. I'm guessing it's number six that's probably done you in. I think the number in convention is even better that's than the one That's also after. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll just mute myself for a second. Okay. Go ahead. That's fine. So we're going to move on to number three. Uh, Luke, Bespin, Empire Strikes Back versus Ray on Starkiller Base. Andy, while Carlos composes himself, why don't you, uh, why don't you break this down for us? It's Luke, mate. It's Luke every time. It has to be, doesn't it? It has to be. I mean, like I say, we don't know who Ray is at this point, no. do we? She could be some child of the force and the, the, the chosen one. But it's Luke Skywalker. And at that point in this story, yeah, he'd just been bested by Darth Vader, the, one of the, the strongest, most capable yep. Sith in the galaxy. Yeah, the chosen one, lest we forget. Gives it a... Gives it a Damn good guy, yeah, isn't he? He's not, you know, he's not, he doesn't get humiliated. He gets beaten, no. but he doesn't get yeah. swept no. aside completely. Well, it was, um, he's, he's had training from, he's had some instruction, bit, not much training. Yeah. He's had yeah, instruction from Obi Wan, and he's also had instruction from Yoda. At he's, this had point. A bit, he's had some, some instruction. This is the, you know, he's, he's blown up the Death Star at this point and yep. he's faced down Darth Vader and he went in ready for it. Yeah. He, he wasn't going in blind and scared. No, indeed. And at the end of Starkiller Base, this is the point where Ray, yeah, she bests Kylo Ren with a lightsaber, mm-hmm. but he's just been shot in the abdomen with a bowcaster. Yep. And there's a lot of stuff going on at that moment. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Totally. Um, some people can be a bit, a bit put off with a world blowing up that they're standing on. Um, so I think, yeah, Luke, Luke every time there. Mm-hmm. I agree. Carlos? Yeah, I think it's Ray. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Break it I down. think Vader, Vader is just toying with Luke. Where okay. Kylo is not toying with Ray, even if he is a little uh, injured. I still think Ray at that point uh, is is stronger than Luke. Yeah. Right. Okay. That, that's just yeah. I, that's just my, I, uh, yeah. my my perception of, the, of of things because Vader is just pretty much playing with Luke. Right. Because he he eventually what he wants to do he doesn't want to fight him. He wants to, he wants to turn him. He wants to turn him. Yeah. That's, and the only reason why he cuts off his hand is because Luke got a shot in on the shoulder and he's like, okay, enough with this. Yeah. Let's get rid of that lightsaber. Yeah. Gets rid of the lightsaber and okay. now we're going to talk. Okay. I do, I don't know. I'm, I, I do, I take your point. Like, you know, there is that element of much like the stormtroopers being inaccurate on in a new hope is partly because they're tracking the Falcon. So they kind of want them to escape by the skin of their teeth. I do, I, I do take your point that Vader is not going for the kill at any point mm-hmm. in that duel. I mean, on the one hand, I say that. On the other hand, he is bombarding him with electronics and then throwing him out of a window. That seems like rough for a, you know a uh, a tenuous fight. It does seem a little bit over the top. 
It's like, well, I'm sure it's only, a, you know, he's only falling through the, you know, it's only by the grace of him catching one of the railings that he's able to not fall completely down to the gas giant planet below. That feels like a risky gambit to me to to bombard him with, you know, small white goods and then knock him out the window, <laughs> you know, like hitting him with dishwashers and, you know, vacuum cleaners and things like that and then just sending him out the window to his potential death. It feels a bit much, you know, just a touch, just seems a little bit extreme, you know. Mm-hmm. So while I do take the point that he is not, trying to he's not going to lop his head off obviously but at the same time i don't know he luke's at least had instruction on you know things like combat and how to compose himself and how to channel the force ray is raw you know raw ability yeah and and luke uh verbalizes it as much uh, in saying that he's never seen that raw power before since Kylo, yeah, and she hasn't even been trained yet. No, it's true. So I think, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a toughie. It I, is. I, I see. I think we're looking at Luke for Luke in Return of the Jedi, as mm. opposed to what he was after leaving Dagobah. Um, I, I still think Ray is stronger, and I think we're going to see that actually in the uh, in the next installment of the Star Wars saga. Hmm. Maybe I, I mean entirely know. possible. Obviously, we don't know what the future holds, and she also has to carry. I mean, this is slightly cynical of me, but given the um, the treatment they given they've given Finn in terms of his character development, I feel like she has to carry more of the story than Luke had to in terms of making the good guys look good. Yeah, so far, yeah. Yeah, because he hasn't really had particularly good service in that regard. And obviously people are, there's still, I get the sense there's still a little bit of, um, what's the word? There's still a little bit of hesitation about whether Poe is kind of a good character or whether people are just a little bit miffed with him because of Mm -hmm. the whole mutiny thing. Even though it Mm -hmm. was pretty clear by the end of Last Jedi that you, you were kind of meant to be siding with him because Leia and Holdo, both kind of while acknowledging his faults also acknowledge that he's a net good by kind of saying like i like him me too that kind mm-hmm. of you know that kind of discussion says to me that they're they're des- you know they're aiming that to be um to kind of get the audience on side with him even though he's done things that have turned out to be t- at times counterproductive he you know he's he's going to have i think more of a uh more of a role than they probably would have originally intended for him. Mm. So I think he's going to have to take some of the carry mantle um, with, yeah. with Billy D. I think that's between the two of them. They're going to have to share that load a bit. Um, but I think that Ray is probably going to end up with a lot of the kind of pressure on no, pressure on her in the story, but in pressure on her character in the overall narrative to kind of drive the story forward and to mm. represent for the sort of represent for the heroes. Because like I say, Finn's been, for me, he's been diminished a bit by the fact that he was just kind of relegated to comedy sidekick on Planet One Percent. It's you know, it's for me that's not the most effective use of his character. And I would have liked to see. I've, I've banged on about this endlessly at the time, but I would have liked to see him and DJ's arc be a bit more, be resolved a bit more interestingly. Like there was a really good discussion there about grey area and moral ambiguity, and they just kind of touched on it and then just threw it away. 
And I feel like there was a really good kind of story in that. And there was a good arc for Finn to take about trying to, you know, maybe he's conflicted about, is he on the right side or is there a, you know, is it about sides, blah, 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 blah. And before he ends up kind of, you know, he goes on a bit of a journey before he gets there. But I don't feel like that's, I feel that's a harder one to hoe now because of the way he's been handled in Last Jedi. I can't stand AJ. No, I said I felt no. I felt like I wanted to like him more than I did. Um, I really didn't like that character. I like Del Toro. Yeah, don't, totally. don't get me wrong. I think, I think he's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I didn't like the over the top comedy stutter. There, there was a little, there was a little much. Yeah, too much. I think he tried to bring a nuance to the role that wasn't necessary. And I mean, there were, we can sit there and talk about things that were wrong with the last Jedi and there was lots of great things I'm not sure. one of the haters but um, that was one of the bits that for me I, I, I preferred Kanto Bio over Del Toro's character wow okay so yeah. damning indeed <laughs> yes <laughs> um, but we, but I digress for me we're going to end up if, if we end up seeing Rey as kind of this super super powerful Jedi it will be I, I think, or that's how kind of how I feel is, it will be because of the faults of the storytelling of the sequel trilogy, rather than because the character is more powerful in story. If that makes sense, like this, mm. this the direct descendant of the chosen one should be pretty capable in the Force. And obviously, once we find, hopefully, we'll find out a bit a bit, a bit more about Ray's lineage, and that will give us some context as to where she fits. But unless she's a Skywalker and the child, you know, the child of Luke and another mm-hmm. force sensitive individual. I don't see how she can be anything other than less, yeah, to have less raw power overall or less kind of potential than Luke. Mm. I don't see how she can, but she may turn out to be, you know, let's say I'm still of the mindset that I don't want her to be a Skywalker because it's too tidy and too easy. I want them to take a bit more of a leap with it, but at the same time, it's still a possibility because they could still kind of walk that back. Whether that happens or not, who's to say? Mm. So final verdict on number three, as we edge closest to number six. <laughs> uh, for, for me, it's Ray. Okay. Uh, but uh, you guys both make excellent points. Oh yeah. I mean, um, likewise. Mm, same. Know, yeah. No. I, I've not felt any, any uh, point like, Oh, that's completely wrong. And nor would it, you know, I wouldn't say it so bluntly if I did anyway, but I haven't felt that way, so that's nice. I think hashing it out, this is actually harder than the Han versus it's a, Poe. It's a very tricky one. It yeah. is, yeah. Very. Yeah. Um, Andy? What was your verdict on I'm, that? I'm, go- I'm going Luke. I'm going to go Luke too, I think. But it's, it, you know, I, it, to be honest, it's it's tighter than the margin was when we first started talking about it. <laughs> like since then, it's kind <laughs> yeah, of, the, the yeah. margins have narrowed, but... It's still, Luke still edges it for me. I think it's just favouritism. I can't get that out of my head. Maybe, yeah. Um, number four. Django Fett, including Head from Attack of the Clones. <laughs> versus Grievous, including Heart, Revenge of the Sith. I love the way that it implies as if I was going to go Django Fett sans head as like a fair fight. Like, no, this is a who would win in a fight, not who would smell the fastest. Like, who's going to start to stink earlier? Like the charred, the charred half lizard fella versus a bloke with his head lopped off. It's 
you know, obviously it's going to be... He, also, not for nothing, Andrew, but in this email, you said both combatants are at full health. That's somewhat exactly. defeated if he's then missing his head. <laughs> I, I think... I, I'd like to uh, make an assumption that he's trying to uh, use comedy. Yeah, no, uh, I, 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 yeah. I'm sure that's the case. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Maybe I did trample. All right, fine. So uh, that said, it's grievous all day, every day. That's got to be grievous, right? Yeah. I mean, Django's obviously got weaknesses for lightsabers, and Grievous has got four of them. <laughs> yeah. 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 And also, I don't remember at any point any rumors that Django Fett was going to be played by Gary Oldman. So, there you go. Whereas, you know, Grievous apparently was at some point yeah. going to be Gary yeah. Oldman's voice. It's to do with um, Director's Guild, isn't it? I think, and the way. They're part of some union, and he couldn't. It was a it was a union contract that he couldn't actually do. That sounds, the movie. About, it was that sounds to, about right. Sounds yeah. to do with working in the UK. Yeah, um, yeah, which was a shame because he was he was off doing it, and I don't know if that would have made the role any better because that's one of my least favorite characters in Star Wars as well. Hmm. That's part of the Sorry. reason why George actually directed all three movies was because of the union stuff. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was indeed. Uh, I thought it was ego, sorry. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> <laughs> Six or one. Probably yeah. that. Six or one. Um, yeah. Apparently he pulled out of the Star Wars movie because it was being made without agreement from members of the powerful Hollywood thespian union, the Screen Actors Guild. Mm. So yeah, it was, just, it, was sag. it was not SAG approved. Mm. So he... Mm. Uh, was not able to do the film, which is a shame because like I say it's a, you know, great actor. I think, yeah, he's a fantastic actor. He's one of those really great actors who can just melt into any part and you're just like, wow, wow that's Gary Oldman. Is he Dracula? Is he Jim exactly. Gordon? Is he Churchill? Is he yeah. <laughs> what was I watching with uh, my wife? And we, we were watching Harry Potter and yeah. I was talking about um, Sirius. Mm. And then I, and I mentioned about him in. Um, Fifth Element. Yeah. She was like... Is that the same well, who is he? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, New Zorg is... He's Zorg. No, he's not. <laughs> and then I started going through this whole back catalogue of things that Gary Oldman had been yeah. in. She was like, that's the same guy. Yeah. That's, that's it, you know, exactly. He it. is one of those. He's, I mean, you look yeah. at Hannibal. Yeah, he's, yeah, totally. He's, he's rolling that. Yeah, that's right. He's, um, he's been referred to... I remember seeing a Reddit thread where somebody referred to him as the ultimate... Oh, it's that guy actor. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's that. he's that... 
looking the mature, Churchill. That. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, he just yeah. transforms into the, the darkest hour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, darkest hour. Mm. It's the one he won the Academy Award for in the end, wasn't it? Mm. Which you know, not before time, because you know, I've loved yeah. him since the. Professional. I don't like that when that happens, unfortunately, because I don't no. think that's where he should have won it. No, but I mean, I would have the DiCaprio. We better give him one because we haven't yet. Oh so. my, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, I've loved him since The Professional, so I'd have been quite happy to see him win an Academy Award for that. But obviously, that would have been <laughs> yeah. an unlikely pick, I think. <laughs> um, he's amazing. Like he, He's like Daniel Day-Lewis without the uh, the penchant for being a cobbler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're both yeah. fantastic actors. Yeah. Just that Gary Oldman's prolific. Like He just does not stop working. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. And um, yeah. I think, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they're like backstage. I think they're probably, you know, actors. So I don't know if that kind of comes with a certain it's amount of... What's that, what's that, that talkie show that you guys have uh, with the red background there? What's his Graham name? Graham Norton, you're going to say. There you go. That oh, guy. yeah. I saw, I, saw, I saw him on there, and he's just... And he's so engaging. Yes. Don't you mm. find... I mean, is he, he, he looks like a nice guy. Yep. Either he's a nice guy or he's that good of an actor. Yes. One way or the other. <laughs> he's I, I, amazing. I, I tell you what, Carlos, if you want to see how talented he is and how he's the most talented one in the family... Check out some um, EastEnders. Oh, free sister in that. Yeah, really. I forget yeah, who, you pl- she who she plays. Mo, Big Mo, Big Mo. Oh yeah, I've never, yeah. I've never heard of that, but uh, I'll no. check it out. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, she certainly. No, well, that's okay. I think she just. I, I certainly <laughs> no, think it's it. fair to say she couldn't pull off Churchill like Gary Oldman could. No. I just don't think she'd Le- do the same. Less prosthetics, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that hairline is is troubling, but <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> so yeah, so yep. we're we're all unanimous on that. Yeah, yeah I think this one's probably the 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 easiest one to laugh at and move on. Yeah, I think uh, the only I think the only thing that might work in Django's favor is the ability to hire other people to take him out before the before the fight. Yeah. But that kind of that's kind of loopholing it. I don't want to do that because obviously we have a show on the network for that. Yes. Um, all right. So we're <laughs> unanimous. Grievous, it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Vader, Rogue One, versus Mace Windu in his prime. This one, uh, I'm going to say Mace Windu, and the reason why I say this, okay, is because. Um, he bested the Palpatine. Yep. And only got took, uh, taken out because Anakin blindsided him. Okay. Now, Mace Windu, uh, Form 9 with the Vapad or Vapad or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, yeah. actually dips into the dark side mm-hmm. and uses the dark side and uses the force of the person that he's combating against him. Now, the fact that you said Vader from Rogue One, where he's the most in control of the dark side and the most uh, bloodthirsty we've ever seen Vader, Mm -hmm. then Mace would be able to use that against him. Okay. Following his form, using using his his uh, his lightsaber dueling form. So I would say that Mace Windu would best Darth Vader. one. Interesting. I would I get where you're coming from my thing with that is in a similar vein to how Vader was not trying to kill Luke I think Palpatine Hmm. probably didn't go out of his way to win 
against Windu because I mean let's be fair he took out three pretty skilled Jedi like that but he but he used the trick he did and they, this, they also sucked so there's that like they're just useless. that's true too useless they probably they weren't they weren't expecting it I mean Clearly. I think it was just <laughs> yeah. but he was using he used that uh, that scream yes. to to, um, uh, to to trance them okay interesting so, I've not so, heard that yeah. said, See, but I quite like it. Yeah, I, I just just read or saw something uh, alluding to that recently. Mm-hmm. I can't say where. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, there's – it might have retconned that whole scene. But um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I do see how uh, it, it could look like – He's dogging it against Mace Windu just to try to bring Anakin closer to his side. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I when he's down and he actually uses the Force Lightning against Mace, and Mace still he's able to use the Force and his lightsaber to 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 keep the the, the Force Lightning at bay. Yeah. Um, at that point, it's harder to say whether or not he's dogging it he might have dogged it in the lightsaber duel itself but yeah. at that point i don't think he does anymore interesting i hadn't thought i'd say it's it's tricky to know without kind of i'd have to mm-hmm. go back and read the novelization because i think in the novelization maybe that's touched on that there's you know how much of, how much of it is palpatine actually dogging him and how much is him like misjudging how powerful mace I, windu is I don't think I don't think it's uh, it's detailed. No, actually. Okay. No, no, I don't. I don't believe it is. It's always been kind of up in the air. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's a it's a tough question because, uh, I mean, Vader is. Vader is still uh, he's still great, but Luke still. I mean, if Mace Windu against Luke, who wins that lightsaber duel? Hmm. It's hard, man. So you're saying Mace versus Luke now? Mace kills him. Yeah, yeah, Mace. Oh, yeah, Mace versus Luke. It's not even like even Mace Uh versus like even maybe Mace versus like Last Jedi Luke after he's had all these years of you know honing his skills and stuff. But otherwise, yeah, no, it's it's no contest. He wipes the floor with them. No contest. Yeah, he's, he's the one of the best duelists of. of yeah, he invents the part of his own form, right? He invents it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, he touches in that. That's why his lightsaber is purple because it's a blue with a little bit of the red. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I thought because that was just contractually, that's what he wanted. But fair enough. Yeah. Um, no, but no, but that, they reckoned that. <laughs> yeah. That's how they see it in canon terms. Um, so you come out with really informative answers here and just make me kind of look stupid because I was going to say Windu as long as he's had his big kahuna burger. <laughs> um, now that's a tasty burger. <laughs> I, 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 Vader, Rogue One, Windu Prime. Um, oh, man. It's tricky. See, I think Vader at the end of Rogue One, there's there's some inconsistencies for me. There's the age-old joke that we've had since it came out about why didn't he just use the Force to take the disc yeah. off of the guy, right? Um, which is part of this argument, is that he was seeing so much rage at that moment 
that he wasn't he was yeah he wasn't in control of his faculties he saw blood and he would he could make mistakes he was just lucky that he was in an enclosed corridor with mm. peons rather than yeah. trained jedi he was and, not by far not the best at anything no. yeah he's you not know, at, be it anakin be it vader he's always making mistakes always yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and mace Windu's only mistake was trusting that anakin would have cut his hand off it's, it's, that was his yeah, only it's funny, isn't it? They're like, if you if this turns out to be true, you'll have earned my trust. Let's hope you don't, you know, spaff it up the wall by going in and then knocking my hand off because that would really suck. It's like, yeah, no, I totally agree. Anyway, good luck with the whole Palpatine. He thing. says it. He says it. He says it repeatedly. I don't trust putting those two together about Anakin and Palpatine. Yeah. He says, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Mm-hmm. He says all these things. Oh yeah, he's on it. Yeah, no, totally. He yeah. is the best, and he just got blindsided. Yeah. No, it's true. I think he's saying this just because he's scared Samuel Jackson's going to come and slap you on for um, (laughs) saying otherwise, Um, which is why I'm going to go with Mace Window as well. Oh, interesting. But I think, yeah, I think, honestly, I think when it comes down to grassroots, I think you put the two of them together. Vader, yeah, he's hardcore there in that scene. Yeah. But that's rage. I think if you pitted him against Window, he's a lot more agile. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I think you're right, and a lot more skilled. I honestly think yep. when yeah. it comes down to it, I think you know one to one. Do you know what? I'm, yeah. I'm, you've actually swung me completely because I was just edging Vader at first, and now I've changed my mind completely. Mm. Like, I'm I'm totally with you. And actually, something that's that I didn't pick up on at first, which has kind of occurred to me while we've been talking, um, Mace Windu in his prime, which is no Sith obfuscation of the Force. That's him being able to draw on it fully. I don't know if there's many people who can beat him in general. No. At that point, he's, you know, he's pretty incredible. Yeah. You see that, don't you? You sit the council, yeah. and there is a couple of them there that I think if they started on me, I'd be quite capable. Mm. Um, apart from Yoda, who's deceiving. But yeah. I think, yeah, I think if you're going to say in that room on that council who's the skilled fighter mm-hmm. and warrior i think it would be windy out of everyone sitting in their own yeah i think obi-wan actually qualifies him as the most powerful jedi and and yoda as the better swords the swordsman really? if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. but just the fact that obi-wan could say that he's or no was it was it anakin that says as powerful as mr windu uh he was talking about obi-wan isn't he um he's as wise as yoda and as powerful as Windu, maybe? I think so. Something something about, uh, I don't know. Anyways, it's just that, yeah, he's, yeah, definitely. Here we go. I, I'm kind of happy that I, I, I you know, I, I should just I should just sign off right now. I just I, I pu- pu- pulled you guys back to the, the purple side. Yeah. Um, here we go. Here's the actual quote. Obi-Wan is a great mentor, as wise as Master Yoda, and as powerful as Master Windu. Mm, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I think we've got to another unanimous one. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So let's um keep this kind of serious considered um thought train going. Rose Tycho versus two Jedi <laughs> younglings. <laughs> I like her chances better uh, than Paige. She's one of them broom boy. Uh that's the thing, is it? You don't know I think younglings implies that these would be the older sort of republic ones. Are, yeah. are they the ones after Anakin's dispatched them? Before <laughs> Full health is very it's, health. It's in oh, the rules. Health, yeah, okay. um, I would say I like Rose's chances better than Paige. 
because, you know, although she does have lightning fast reflexes because she can catch something even 10 minutes after it's dropped behind yeah. the reach, which is pretty oh, cool. That bugs me. Oh, that's just, <laughs> yeah. just, come on. That's just, just it's obviously not 10 minutes. I know this because it would be really boring in the cinema if that happened. I went out and had a cigarette while I was waiting for it to catch it. <laughs> you know what um, would have been awesome? You know what, where, where, uh, where Ryan really screwed up? Okay. Is as that button is, is coming down, they could have easily just had it falling and then stop. Yeah. And her reach out to grab it as if she's using the force. Oh, that could have been cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as, oppo- as opposed to, whoops. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, like, as opposed to Broom Boy. I think that would have probably made more of an impact. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it? If you just yeah. see, yeah. it would be amazing if over the course of the movie, you just saw everybody using the force in some tiny way <laughs> and you just realized none of them are special at all. And it just yeah. like in the next movie is all about the, the, but yeah. they kind of allude to the fact that as she's kicking and that thing's not moving, Leia Leia feels mm. her struggle. Yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of as if Leia does this to the mm-hmm. just a little flick to 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 the button so that it gets down to her. Yeah, that's that's how I that's how I read it after I think uh, the th- second or third viewing. I'm like, does Leia help her get that thing? Maybe you know. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Why not? See, I've I've always in my head in my head canon with Leia. Um, obviously, we know she's full sensitive, sure. but I've always seen her as a more of a bastler from um, Knights of the Old Republic, yeah, where she uses things like battle meditation, mm-hmm. and that's why she's such a good general. Yeah. She's not a good fighter, but she can use the force to rally the troops and influence things, influence yeah. that way, and that's why she's been a good negotiator and a good general because okay. she uses the force in a different way. She's not the fighter and the warrior. She's a leader. Yeah. Um, and she can handle a blaster too. I mean, she exactly. She, exactly. she has quite a few notches on her, uh, on her belt as far as, uh, dispatching stormtroopers. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. So we digress. Rose Tycho versus two Jedi younglings. <laughs> We're answering this question. Two Jedi younglings. Mate. <laughs> I the think- thing about the younglings is, uh, apparently their blades are not as refined as a, uh, as a Jedi. Really? Okay. And um, they're shorter, obviously. Yep, sure. So if if Rose has her little stun gun, maybe uh, she's trying to hug them, won't she? Mate, well, that's my, <laughs> why I'm wondering is she might be kind of like held back by the desire to not kill, especially their yeah. little kids. Like she's going to be like, oh, I don't want to yeah, kill she, them. She she stun just like she stunned Finn. She she might be able to, but you know because they're two. One on either side. I go with the younglings. I would, Personally, I think I think, I think you turn up and they'd be doing finger painting and making daisy chains. Maybe, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm going Jedi younglings because they've yeah. been trained for this. Rose, not so much. She just wouldn't want to kill them. She's a. We we forget, you know, that she is in. She's in the war by kind of circumstance. She's not a soldier. Look, if she couldn't let Finn crash that speeder yep. and try and take down the first order. Mm-hmm. She's not going to stand there and kill two children. I agree. I think that's going to be, you know, ultimately it's going to come down to stuff like that. You know, the inability to make the really hard decisions is mm. going to be what does her in. I totally agree. Uh, I think and that's, let's be honest, Carlos, you've got kids, right? It doesn't matter how big the sword is. You give those two children, your, your children swords, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. You're going to get hurt, if not them. I mean, to be honest with you, Rose might win because... The kids might take themselves out. 
But Rose is actually quite smart because uh, if Finn does end up sacrificing himself, that does not destroy the First Order at all. All it does is incapacitate that cannon. Yeah, at best. Uh, At best. Yeah. So, yeah. It's only a temporary. Wouldn't you have preferred that if she just knocked him out of the way? He goes, why did you do that? Because you're an idiot. Yeah. Yes. I would have liked her to just go, because it's my turn, and just (laughs) spin around and just go flying into that cannon. It's my glory. It um, stopped a lot of haters. Maybe, yeah. Um, really? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> but, no, no. Um, we we'll never do that. No, no. It's, it's the relentless tide of... So, what was it? So, um, f- What was it you... Discord. That's the one. Formenting Discord. Thank you. If that's not a podcast name, then you should definitely start it up. Um, Jedi Younglings, we all, we all agreed? Yeah, I think all right, so. Yeah. Cool, cool. 6.5. <laughs> Darth Maul's bottom half <laughs> versus Snoke's top half. Okay, so this is where I need the qualification. Okay. Here. Is it Darth Maul's bottom half that he loses or the robotic bottom half? I think based on the the fact that Snoke is also in half, it's the biological ones. Okay, so then it's Snoke's top half. I guess it must be, right? Because surely they just drop on the floor. You drop both in the hangar, he falls down, but he's like, oh. Whereas you got legs, legs just who's controlling the, the, the legs and the exactly. and, uh, Yeah. Like at least Snoke has his brain still. Sorry, what? <laughs> What'd you say? Excuse me, what? What'd you say? Brakey <laughs> <laughs> pop. Excuse me? Sorry. <laughs> Again, Time Kotor. Time I'm gonna go back to Kotor here, Rob, right? So we have the, the Jedi in KOTOR uh, 2, don't we, that holds himself together with the Force. Yes, Nihilus. So, so yeah, so I'm assuming that Maul could probably, you know, in this scenario, his legs are still <laughs> going. Yeah. Just... Whereas Snoke has got to drag himself around. True. On two arms. True. You saw those jumps and those kicks. He's never going to touch him. He's not quick enough. <laughs> You're saying that even Actually, without the Snow top can, half of Maul. Snoke can lift him up and throw him around the room with the Force. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There is that. Um, Just like you did to... I, li- I love the notion that Darth Maul's bottom half is going to be superior because it does flippy stuff when he's, <laughs> when he's attached to it. You can find all this great content at Retro Inc, mate. That, <laughs> Deep dive. Oh, okay. shameless. <laughs> At www. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this is. By nature, by nature of the fact that this is 6.5, yes. following six of Rose Tico versus two Jedi Younglings, yep. I think we should move along. 
Mm. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. I think, let's be honest, it's Snoke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's it got to be Snoke. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, please do feel free to just pick the best ones. <laughs> Not bloody likely. <laughs> um, read them all. Yeah, read them all. It's happening. Uh, or comment on any other matchups you think would be interesting. You can go for you can go on for ages with these. Return of the Jedi, Luke versus Qui Gon, Finn versus Lando. Why well, you got to go there, Finn. Andrew? Uh, Phasma versus Boba, Lefty Windu versus Neb the Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what? Since when is Neb a Jawa? Uh, well, he was the tallest Jawa in all the land. Remember? Oh, you're right. Briefly. You're right. A, I'm a, so sorry. He had a short backstory. He had a short cover story, which was that's right. Not very convincing for anybody with functioning eyes. <laughs> And in case anybody was not aware, Neb is Ben backwards. Yes, yes, indeed. Because uh. there were some conjecture about that. <laughs> My mind's just been blown. I know. Don't mansplain me. <laughs> <laughs> All the best, uh. and thanks for the guaranteed weekly laughs which get me through my Monday commutes, Andrew. Well, Andrew, I'm sure if you have as many, uh, half as many laughs as we just did, you'll get through oh. your Monday commute with aplomb. So you'll, you'll very much enjoy yourself, I'm sure. So... Our final question of the week. Uh, there was another one, but I'm going to roll it over to when Brad's back because it's um, aimed at uh, partly at him specifically. So, and I read it to you guys oh. off the air because it was, and it you know, irritated mm. me a bit. <laughs> so it's not going yes. in the show notes until I've had a chance to change the name to mine. Um, so <laughs> it is time. Oh, settle down, Josh. Just settle down. <laughs> <laughs> You've been such a Josh. <laughs> it's so Josh. It's, it's seriously so Josh. Yeah, such a Josh, such a Josh move. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> oh, oh Josh, oh, <laughs> um, So our next question is the so obviously we're all familiar with it, but for those who's this for whom this is their first episode, um, the we have something called the Commonwealth Question of the Month. So this is something that the Knights of the Commonwealth, our loyal listeners, especially the ones who are across podcasts, so listen to multiple shows, uh, put together questions and then they submit it to the entire network and we all have a good go at answering it to the best of our abilities. So our question this month comes from Rick Villanueva, who writes, okay, gang, question of the month time. You get to be a bounty hunter or Merc if general comics are your thing and you get handed a can't-miss opportunity. Keeping this as positive as possible... Good luck. You get to eliminate, no disintegrations, your least favorite character from the Star Wars saga or comic series should you choose to go that route. Sounds easy enough, but the catch is you need to figure out what your particular skill set is, maybe weapons included, how that would help with your mission, and you need to speculate on how that character elimination would affect the overall saga or story. Off the bat, I'm eliminating Jar Jar from contention because reasons. Dig deep, have fun fellow fans, and may the force be with you. Rick, just well done, dude. This question is fantastic. <laughs> it really is. I'm constantly in awe of the quality of questions that the Commonwealth gets across all of our shows in terms of the amount of thought that goes into these things. And this is no exception. So let's go, let's break it down first by, we'll go around and do our kind of, we'll break this down piece by piece. So, Andy. Mm-hmm. What is your gonna? What is your particular skill set going to be? Well, I've got my whole thing planned out. If you want, but um, Ooh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, do it. If you got the whole thing, then go for it. I was going yeah, sort to of give well, us a chance yeah, to tease it out, would, but would would be Dex would be my target. 
Oh, really? Nice. Okay. Because out of the whole Star Wars saga, I'm sounding quite negative tonight because I say I don't like a lot of things, um, but Dex is abhorrent. I don't understand that whole scene. I don't understand the diner, why they're playing American football. Oh, you are. Hello, <laughs> Dex. I made ears off for some there. reason. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't fit for me. So I would, Dex would be my target and I would pose as um, a food critic, I think. And Ooh. I would take him down from the inside slowly oh, to okay. the point of inevitable bankruptcy and suicide. Okay. And I'm yeah. guessing I know the answer to this. What do you feel the effect would be on the overall saga stroke story? Well, it really screw up the second film, wouldn't it? I, I really like the idea <laughs> of you. So in my head, this is what you're doing. So basically, you're standing over Dex's corpse, and Obi Wan walks in, and you just turn around and go, Camino, it's Camino, go and find Camino. <laughs> <laughs> just working, you just, you basically just like, plant yourself into the story in a meta way just to keep the plot moving along. <laughs> it's just like, just go, leave and go to Camino. It's there. His last words were Camino. <laughs> yeah, he said something about Camino. I hope Obi Wan doesn't come to ask me about bloody Camino again <laughs> those cloners like, I, right. yeah I can't stand him uh, I can't either yeah. it just no. makes no sense why does Obi-Wan get in sit down and then stand right back up again it's yeah. a good like question it's, he doesn't even have lunch What's, he's a what, weirdo yeah what, you want a cup of challenges <laughs> like, what are those those droids as well the service droids in there it just doesn't true. it really just none of that that scene mm rings true to me in a Star Wars fashion. It's the one scene where I'm really taken out of Star Wars. I can even do it with the um, commentator in the pod, pod race. It, I like Greg, Greg Proops, but me, it yeah. doesn't really work in a Star Wars sense, but it's a bit of fun, that whole scene. It's, a, it's the grand scene of the whole movie, isn't it? It's, it's what The Phantom Menace is kind of... It's its core, that whole pod race. It's where the mm-hmm. story comes from, and it's where it drives from, and... It, and that's okay. I can accept that. There's a few bits in that film I don't like, but yeah. in all, I love the Phantom Menace. But that scene with Dex is, I just, it grates. It really grates me. Mm. See, I, I, I don't agree at all with the, the pod race. I really don't like the pod race at all, but I agree with you. It's way better than Dex's Diner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that that uh, that meme that I created, uh, Dex's Diner, a Star Wars story. I did. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just Very did good. it because it's like how useless. Yeah. Uh, that whole that whole scene was. I really, it's, it's terrible. I really love. There's a um, there's a meme that did the rounds, which is like Obi Wan just pulls out the saber dart and just goes, "Have you ever seen one of these before?" And he's like, "No." Credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, I, I didn't used to like the pod race scene, and I used to dislike Phantom Menace a lot more than I do now. It does get better um, with age. Like it more, does get more better with age. There's yeah, like totally. And I, I think maybe it's because of the nostalgia. I mean, me and you, Rob, we're around the same age, aren't we? So I'm yeah. assuming we saw the Phantom Menace when it came out. You was what, probably, what, 16? Uh, probably a bit yeah, 15, 16, something like yeah, that. Same yeah, same here. So, we, you know, we saw that. With, I mean, at the time you thought you were an adult, but no, you still had childlike eyes. And you watched that film and we enjoyed it as, as kids. Yeah. And then you get to that stage in your 20s, your early 20s, where you go, I don't know why I like that. And then you get older and you throw caution to the wind and go, damn it, I can like it if I want to. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and we can look back at it and there are bits I can't stand when he jumps off the counter and shouts GP and <laughs> things like that. Some of the, you know, some of the writing in that film is, is just atrocious. But as a whole, I, would, I look back now and I enjoy it. And, the, and 
and pod race to me is just fun yeah you know there's some annoying dialogue in that film but that's not jake lloyd's fault that's not no no you know ewan mcgregor's fault that comes down to one person mm-hmm. yep yeah yeah totally the g-man definitely and I, I don't mind. I don't mind the pod race itself. It's 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 all the it's all the the, the, the poop around it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. It's exactly that. Yeah, it's tricky. Jabba the Hutt falling asleep during the race. Like, it's yeah, stupid. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um, but Dex's diner worse. There you go. <laughs> so Andy will will take out Dex's diner to the overall detriment of very little. Uh, Carlos. Oh man, we can go uh, low hanging fruit here. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, but I, I, it would be difficult for me to to eliminate three PO completely because <laughs> he does kind of find a way to move the plot along. And you have history, don't you? Is that's canon, right? The uh, <laughs> the story. Watch your mouth, sir. For <laughs> <laughs> those not sure what I'm talking about. Feel free to become a patron of the Tumbling Saber and patreon.com slash tumbling saber yeah, and gain access go to, to episode fifty five of Sith Disturbers. Of Sith Sith Disturbers. Oh, that was a shameless plug. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You will get, you will get a go, even, right? It's not even my show. You will get a go, okay? Everybody gets a go. It's fine. You'll get another one Everybody as well. That's my the title of my bio, my biography, by the way. Everybody gets one. Everyone gets a go. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, but I, I think he is by far my least favorite character, uh, in all but two of the movies. Okay. And, um, I think he actually does a really, really good job in empire. So I, I, I kind of, I, I like three PO. So, you know, I, I would eliminate three PO from the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Okay. I think at that point I would I would eliminate 3PO. Hmm. And I would do it uh as I'd be a Gamorrean guard. Okay. Uh as he as he gets in and uh the whole Wanawanga thing happens. Uh, oh two uh, that that whole thing and just like I I'd pull a Bane. You know how Bane in the, the Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. um, it just grabs uh, was it Ben Mendelsohn? Yeah, by the head and just yeah. crushes it. Yeah, that's what I would do to three PO. I would my my skill set is just brute strength and disdain for stupid. <laughs> but those are my uh, those are my powers. Yeah, who crushes Ben Mendelsohn? I missed the. It was Bane. Bane. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. It was one of those weird moments where I heard the beginning and I heard the end, and for some reason my brain went, "You missed the beginning," but I did. I did hear because <laughs> I remember thinking about Bane and how cool that movie is. Because I really yeah, like no, that movie. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's uh, that's probably what I would do. I, I would, uh, yeah, I would eliminate him because he's completely useless uh, after that point. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and do you think there would be what the effect do you think that would have? Do you think it would have none? There would be absolutely no effect as of that point. Okay. R two's already in Jabba's palace. He gets to give the message. Yep. Uh, Literally, all, all his Force Awakens dialogue can be replaced by other characters. What about when they're on um, the Forest Moon of Endor and they're all going to be eaten, but they believe that Three PO is a god? 
Yeah, that's Luke that does that. That's 3PO has nothing to do with it. He actually makes their job harder. So he could just <laughs> bugger off. <laughs> bugger off, 3PO. Do, do yeah. away with you. That was Luke. That had nothing to do with 3PO. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. No, the saga doesn't change. After at, at, after that point, I'd be interested. Like you, you know how I always say, like when we talk about these things, it'd be nice to go back with that in mind and kind of rewatch the mm. films. That's one I'd like to like to kind of think about. Is like how impactful three PO is after Empire, and it, I, mm. I, I I get what you mean. There is actually it's it's mostly for dialogue reasons. And I'll be honest with you, he's completely useless in uh, Empire as well. He does nothing in Empire. No, he well, doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't save any, but I just don't find... Makes a nice accessory. Chewy. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And, yeah. um, but I, he's not annoying. Like, he's annoying to the characters in the movie, mm-hmm. but his, the character as, as a fan watching the movie is like, yeah, it's cool, man. Like, it, I have no problem with 3PO and Empire. None mm. whatsoever. But in, in Return of the Jedi, oh, my God. Like, mm. immediately grates on me. Immediately. All right. Now this is tricky for me because mine is really petty. <laughs> it is. It's so stupid, but he's <laughs> Salacious Crumb has always annoyed me, right? <laughs> no, he's rubbish. <laughs> he's rubbish. He is. He's Completely. awful. Why does he have a name? Exactly. Why? Just it just little piece of crap like you could get the same effect with a puppy. And even then, it'd be cuter and less annoying. Didn't you always wish that he bit Jabba's tail when he turned around to look at it? Yes, I did. And he doesn't. He yeah. just looks at it like yeah. gawping like he's never seen a tail before. He lives there. Exactly. Like, bite it. Do yeah. something. Um, and then bolt gun. Just <laughs> straight, through, <laughs> straight through the head. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me sad. Why? Why is it about like him? Amazing? Okay, well, that's fine. You're allowed. I've always liked him. You're allowed. That's okay. Oh, nostalgia goggles. <laughs> That's my toys. I miss my toys. So I had a little salacious crumb and he used to sit on Jabba's throne. Yeah. And I loved him. I loved him. Did I have one? I think I probably passed it up at loads of boot fairs. It was like, get that crap out of here, Dad. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's say, there are probably, if I had, if I thought about it for longer, there are probably characters who annoy me more or I feel would be, you know, best dispatched. But that's the first, That's my. that was my knee-jerk one was salacious crumb because he sucks if i had to if i had to dig deeper and not go with the low-hanging fruit i would say uh joe castanu okay <laughs> uh, you just um, had a disdain for librarians as long as i can remember right uh it's not that it's uh she's very very condescending what a reason to want her dead manners cost nothing jocasta yeah (laughs) no but she but she's kind of cool in the vader run yep so then it's like eh, you know it's not fair yeah Uh, i think we we could have used the vader run so it's like yeah okay i'll take i'll take the condescension from Mm. over nothing yeah over like yeah a little bit yeah Can can i change mine to anakin just after he says yippee yeah. <laughs> he's just jumping off the you county can. and just see pew, from the hey, side mate, of the screen just, bam just takes Ooh, him credits. out yeah that's it it's done millions of people survive that's true mm-hmm. yeah 
It's a bunch of new little Jedi's running around yeah, that yeah. didn't get slaughtered. It's true. Luke it's true. manages to pick up his uh, power converters. Yeah, he does. This Not is true. really. How does Luke? How is oh, Luke yeah. born? Yeah, well, this is Immaculate true. conception. Yeah. yeah, it has to happen oh, somewhere. Again? Yeah, it has to happen again. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> really immaculate, <laughs> super immaculate conception. It's the one. But, I mean, the the, I up. think the galaxy would be better off. There's no incest. Um, they can't just pin that on them too. I'm on. sure going, there's also, some hang incest on, hang going on, on, on somewhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Incest implies like Congress, and there's none. They have a they have a kiss. He thought about it. I'm sure he did, but mm. you know, obviously they don't explore that in the film, which is probably for the best. Uh, well, she jams her tongue down his throat. I mean, it's kind of gross. Yeah. Well, and you know that he, he has that that. Uh, I, I, I'm censoring myself here, but he has that grin after, and he, you know, lays oh, back. Oh yeah, like no, he I, just, I, I totally need some exposition. I there. totally get what you're a, saying. A screen wipe that confers something, <laughs> as far as I've said. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think CPO stood and watched. <laughs> yeah, just thinking back to that Sith disturbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, what effect does Salacious Crumb's death have on the thing? Nothing, right? Absolutely nothing. None whatsoever. It's literally one fewer thing for R two D two to shock. That's it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And C three PO butterfly effect. What about if him not doing that? Maybe would cause would cause uh you know maybe they miss the skiff because they get yeah. out onto the deck a bit earlier and get knocked off and you know just get buried. Fires out lightsaber and it just ends up in the Sarlacc pit. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be. Who knows? Um, I'm going to take the risk, though, because I hate him. Because <laughs> I, I think a lot less of you now. Yeah. No, oh, no, that's fair. I mean, everybody's got their reasons. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to I say I'd have to dig. I'd, I, I realize he says dig deep, but I, that's as deep as I kind of as I can go initially. There probably is on reflection. There probably is somebody more significant that would pop into my head given time, but that's my, my knee jerk one is salacious crumb. I just, he's always wound me up. Even when I was a kid, I just disliked that character. I think it's cause like, I probably knew a kid at school who was a bit like him. Like, you know, not in the physical sense, Andy, come on. <laughs> not just, Oh yeah. I knew this kid at school. who was a little brown lizard. Like <laughs> pointy beak. Yeah. Sat with the fat kids. I know. <laughs> Kept watching his tail. Rather than biting it. Rubbish. Waste of opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Salacious crumb. That's my final answer. Lock that in. So, Rick, hopefully those answers are, you know, to your satisfaction. So we've actually got a bit of news this week. There's a few bits. Nothing, you know, it's nothing earth-shattering. There's been a lot of, a lot of Twitter derangement about the lack of title, the lack of trailer, the lack of teaser, all that jazz. Anthony Daniels has been stoking the flames by just teasing. That's another reason. Yeah, whatever he's whatever he's talking about, I have no idea. But he's definitely he's talking. There's definitely he's talking about something coming. But he's made it very clear that it doesn't look like a trailer or a t te- or a name. So it's like, well, what is it then? Is he even talking about Star Wars at this point? You know, I don't know. It's. It's hard to really know what's going on. I think he's just trying to be relevant. Well, yeah, I mean, there is that. He was, you know, we've, we figured that was probably enough that he did that really nice kind of tweet about uh, finishing his yeah, last day on episode nice. nine. And there's been a lot of talk about people saying he should, for the sake of kind of 
symmetry, he should deliver the last line of the entire saga. Mm. I could sort of see the appeal of doing that from a kind of like they say, like they say, from a sort of storytelling standpoint. It's not. It's a nice way to tie the threads, kind of. Yeah, it's the Roman stanza of Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, so. it would work, I think. But um, but at the same time, I don't think he had the last line in. Who did have the last line in Return of the Jedi? Is it Leia? I don't know. The last line in Return of the Jedi. Hmm. I feel like it's he's my brother. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And Han looks perplexed. Yeah. I don't know if he replies. Does he reply back to that? No. No, he just gawks at her, doesn't he? Yeah. Like an idiot. Yeah. And then he's like, that's gross. <laughs> like the end. His, yeah, that's what that it is. Video where they eat a splice it. He is thinking. With the, with the kiss. Yeah. When she tells him, and yeah, staring off into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think. No, that's the last, uh, that's the last line. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Well, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Just like Obi Wan and Ghost Yoda appear, and he's just. I'm trying to think. Um. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah, in fact, I've just looked it up, and it. In in as a quick aside, do you want to know what the other lines, last first and last lines of the movies are? Yes. Yes. I've got them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the last. (laughs) I don't think this counts. According to this, the last line of A New Hope is. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Although maybe that's racist to me. I don't know. Is that like speciesist? Maybe is there a thing for that? I think it's Luke, isn't it? In New Hope, it's it's uh, yeah. Chewbacca. No, I, I mean other than that, that's yeah. not that's not really a line, is it? No, and it depends. I mean, if he's saying, "Where's my damn medal?" Then it's a line. If he's just ye- is, if he's yeah. just yelling at the crowd. Ah! Then <laughs> it don't, I don't think it counts. Then, yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, no. I don't know. I think um, I'm wondering if it might be one of the texts saying we'll get to work on it right away or something like that. Or we'll do the best we can. Yeah, because three PO says uh, if any of my circuits, you know, uh, can, uh, I could donate I'll some of my circuits my to help. Oh my! And then Luke says. Don't worry about it, or he'll be fine. He'll be, yeah, like he'll be, I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll be fine, or something like that. Last line of Empire is short. Mm. See you on Tatooine. No, it's just ow, ow, because <laughs> he stabs him in the hand to test it out. Again, really feels like a bit of a tenuous one that to me. Mm. You know, um, and yeah, the, so it is yeah for for Jedi, it's uh. It's not like, oh, no, it's not like that at all. He's my brother. Yeah. Phantom Menace, last line, is Yahoo! In reply to oh, that, peace. That is, yeah, peace is the last word. Yeah, which is, you know, as, as Phantom Menace goes, I feel like that's a good word to end on because of the theme of the, the, you know, the, theme of the movie is all about the seeming restoration of order mm. yeah, when actually it's the beginning of chaos. Yeah. Uh, last line of... Attack of the Clones. Victory. Victory, you say. Master Obi-Wan. Be good. Not victory. 
the shroud of the dark side has fallen. Begun, the Clone War has. Yes. Mm. It's a good last line. Yeah. It is. Yeah, like it's that. fantastic, actually. Mm. Here's some continuity. So actually, the last line in Revenge of the Sith is 3PO. So that ties in, that threads in. Mm. Oh, my. It's, oh, no. It's, oh, no? Yeah, because... Um, because they wipe his, yeah, they wipe they've, his, just, uh, they've just said he's gonna they're gonna wipe his memory. Yeah. Uh, last line of the Force Awakens is Leia, may the Force be with you. To Ray. Yep. Rogue One, sound of boiling flesh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hope, hope. Yep. Mm. Last Jedi is Leia again. We have everything we need. I love it. Yeah. She's actually got quite a lot of. Uh, she gets quite a lot of the good last yeah. lines. Yeah. What's that? Three, four films out of ten. Yeah. Solo. Well, she's been in five, so four of those five movies, she has the last line. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I suppose, yeah, she wouldn't have been in every, she's not in every single one, is she? Does that make sense? What about Caravan of Courage? Oh, she's in six, actually. Because uh-huh. you have the OT, you have Rogue One, yeah. and uh, the two from the... Two from there, and then the, yeah, mm. so yeah, six. So she's been in six. Yeah. And Holiday Special and Caravan. Stop. You know. <laughs> um, so this, this is probably my favorite one. Uh, Han says to Chewie at the end of Solo, when have I ever steered you wrong? Beautiful. That's great. Yeah. That might be my favorite. That might be mm. my favorite last line in many fil- in, like out of many films. You know what I don't like about Solo? It's that stupid shot of the dice before the iris out. Like, that was dumb. Mm. Yeah, it, they do kind of. Obviously, they've they've touched on them in uh, Last Jedi, in Force Awakens rather, and Last Jedi. Uh, but it just seems. I don't know. It's just it's like they're there, and then they cut to the dice, and then iris out. It's like it's. I don't know. It felt it's, mm. too clunky for me. They're hanging too much on those dice for some reason in the in the new films with The Last Jedi mm. and Solo. I don't know what they're getting at with them. I understand we, we, we all have the previous Legends canon that he won them in the game. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that to me is, is better than him hanging them there because they're good luck. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. um, just, you know, I... I I think it's a bit weird, those dice. I like them, and I like them being there for the continuity and, you know, yeah. seeing them on the Falcon, but... Yeah, I like Luke holding them and... and uh, yeah, Luke holding them and uh, and the whole uh, Kylo picking them up and then them also being a force projection. Yeah. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't... And I love the, the whole Kira passing them back and forth. But it's just that last shot in Solo that's like... It was unnecessary. Mm. I don't know just mm. a little gripe I guess because I, these are movies I love but I still uh, other than Rogue One I think every single movie has a little bit of something that's like yeah, yeah you're allowed to have that mate I, I don't think I've ever seen a film where I've gone that was perfect Rogue One besides that yeah you're right <laughs> mm. Yeah. Discussion yeah. for another day. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. So um, we got a little bit of news out of let's say out of this week um one of the things I, I'm actually qu- uh, quite glad that you've um, joined us, Andy, because this is a video game thing, and it's a bit more in your wheelhouse than like some of the you know 
other people in the Commonwealth. No, no, some of the other other Commonwealth <laughs> members. Um, yeah, me and Brad, Brad plays a few, and I play, you know, where I can. Um, so there was a conference, there was an earnings call where a lot of people were expecting the episode nine title to title to be mentioned as part of that. Uh, but one of the things Bob Iger talked about, so there's a um, Variety ran a piece on this. Um, the Walt Disney Company has a good relationship with Electronic Arts and has no interest in returning to video games, something with which it was never able to demonstrate much skill. CEO Bob Iger said in the earnings call Tuesday, we're good at making movies and television shows and theme parks and cruise ships and the like. We've just never managed to demonstrate much skill on the publishing side of games, Iger said, in response to a question about Disney's potential future involvement in video game development. What do you make of the... There's been a lot of talk about EA and Disney this week oh, because yeah. of, I mean, I, you know, because of the earnings call and because obviously um, there's been some updates on Battlefront with new heroes and all that sort of stuff. Because obviously Star Wars games are back in the sort of talking, you know, the, back in the sphere of discussion when it comes to video games. Because up until now, it's right. been quite heavily, uh, you know, Anthem, a little bit of a little bit of hype about Anthem, but everybody's kind of. Because of that, I think everybody is bagging on EA a bit more than usual anyway. What it do doesn't you take much to bag on EA, mate. It does not. Um, this I, is true. I see this right. Okay, there was a meme that I saw um, last week, and it was the games that were released for Star Wars between, I can't remember the years, but this was going back before the yeah. license, before the Disney buyout. And there was at least 15 Star Wars games, mm-hmm. and I'd say 10 of them were quality games they were great video games yeah and it says since the license bought from ea uh, you know they've there was two games battlefront one battlefront, battlefront two. two yeah and we have had this um was it the bounty hunter one i can't remember the name of the the game that got cancelled uh 1313 13, 13, thank you and um so we had 1313 cancelled then we've had this new one Yep, by EA just being cancelled as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Jedi. Is it Fallen Order Fallen coming Lord, yeah. in? Yeah, in, a, in next year or the year after. Oh, it's this year. Which is this year? Apparently which so. Yeah. Still, is it? I don't know. Apparently, um, who knows? Yeah. We we know nothing about it. And let's wait for E3, which is I think what's four months away now. Yep. At this point, um, so I'm sure we're hearing more there. But I see it as look at it from Disney's point of view here. They gave the license to someone to uh, essentially license to print money, mm-hmm. which they did. Um, Battlefront One and Battlefront Two are not bad games. No, they're fun, but they're not what I would expect or what I think Star Wars deserves as a video game franchise. Mm-hmm. We look back to games, and I mean, okay, I'm biased because I'm a Star Wars fan, but Knights of the Old One and Two, oh, they're fantastic, are two games. of my favourite games ever made. Yeah, and they are class games it doesn't matter if you're a star wars fan or not i think if you're an rpg fan and you pick you those can, up you, you can still enjoy them thoroughly enjoy those games yeah. they're rich in lore they are they, they they give off a sense of scope and and beauty that star wars has they they fit the bill perfectly and i don't think that's something that ea have ea are a business they are they are business first and pleasure second i believe okay a company like ea they're too big to look at the fun side the element of the fan base they look at money they look at numbers Mm -hmm. and they looked at Star Wars and went what can we make that's going to print us money we are going to make an online first person shooter or third person shooter and that's how we're going to run this business Mm -hmm. and they wanted a games with service because games with service is what everything is about now I mean look at Respawn just dropped um, that Apex yeah out of the blue whatever it's called out of the blue and this is a game that's 2 million players in the first 24 hours it's mad and it is mad it's really good as well it's a free game yeah it probably is because it's all about battle royales now yeah 
the thing is that they work with that is it's a different world we live in now with video games. Mm-hmm. We don't have these big sprawling open world first person games bringing in the money unless they're made by the big companies, you yeah. know, your Bethesda's and your Obsidian's and, and things like that. They're, they're the ones that make these games and EA aren't them. EA are, let's make some money. Mm-hmm. And I will see this contract is up next year, I believe, mm-hmm. isn't it, with EA? Uh, they won't. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. This year, next year, it's, it's soon. And I can see them, well, I know they are not going to renew that contract. Okay. There is no way. Would you give your property to someone that's made you two games in 10 years? I would, I wouldn't, but I would point out that in that time, they've also made several mobile games. And obviously we, so we don't enjoy them as much as others, but mobile games, the landscape of mobile gaming has changed immeasurably over the last decade. Like the, it's a worlds apart from how oh, it was 10 that. years ago. Yeah. And I, I know you know this, but like, yeah, you know, I think um, the, like to ignore those games does EA a bit of a disservice. Now I'm not, you know, it's not to kind of yeah. excuse some of the, the, I agree that they have not been forthcoming with, they could have done a, they have, they have the resources to do, to output a lot more than they are. And obviously <sighs> games of service are costly. They are time consuming and they require a lot of resources because obviously you have to keep the server. Yeah. You, know, you have to hire people to keep the servers running. You always need those people. They're, never, they're not just somebody you bring on for the project and then can because you need to maintain that infrastructure after the fact. The mobile stuff is, you know, pretty popular from what I can gather. And, oh, yeah. and from what I've played, it's pretty good too. I played the puzzle one, a bit like Candy Crush. Oh, uh, Puzzle Droids? Months. Yeah, Puzzle Droids. Yeah. Months I was playing it's that. It's fun. Um, yeah, it is yeah. fun. But this, this is where I'm, go- where I'm going with it. I don't think EA have done bad They've just been mismanaged. Whatever's going on is going on at a, a corporate level mm. that's that's got all of this wrong. There are developers and designers and programmers out there that have been working blood, sweat, and tears and 14, 15-hour days to try and get these games made. Yeah. And these games don't happen overnight. There is a plan that was not put in place five years ago that has led them to this point where they are now. A game takes five years to make sometimes in some sure. respects. You're going to make a game like KOTOR. They needed to start that five years ago before that would that would be ready for now. Yeah, 100%. And we are coming to the end of the life cycle of this system. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're probably going to hear, you know, PS5, Xbox, whatever, ne- coming next year, year after. I think they're certainly, and, yeah, we're going to start hearing about those this year for sure. Yeah, well, Sony have, have already said, they've already said that all their developers they have on now are, are geared up and working on PlayStation 5 games. There yeah. is nothing first party really being made for now, mm-hmm. for this current gen. And that's where I see this. Disney are probably looking at this now going, right, we've got EA out of the way, they're going to be gone. And I hope the way that Disney's work this is create their own studio but use different developers they are the publisher Mm -hmm. and they use different developers and they they sell that out because then you get that nice mix you get your mobile gaming and you can give those to people that are specifically mobile gaming orientated you can sell that license to someone like respawn to make yourself a perpetual hero shooter mm-hmm. MOBA or something like that, yeah. that that will continue and Respawn can, can work with that and then you can go and take your license and go to Bethesda or a company like that and go make us KOTOR 3 yeah. you know you can and sell their license in a different way because then you can cover all your bases you can have people working on so many different things and not only that you're coming into this next gen 
life cycle here now. Yeah. Who's to say negotiations aren't already underway of who's making what? Oh, totally because possible, yeah. As much as Disney probably aren't bothered about gaming because it's not their bag, mm. they are a business. Sure. And gaming is the most profitable business on the planet. Yeah, oh, for sure. It it's a massive right industry. So to yeah. not go there is ridiculous. And I think that's probably why they look at EA and go, you didn't do bad, yeah. but you didn't do great. We, they could have been raking in, you know, billions wow. of dollars that through mean, gaming. Well, we say that. I'm just looking now uh, on the Play Store, and Galaxy of Heroes is the number three highest grossing app yeah. on uh, Play Store, with 10 million plus downloads. Now, I know from... Um, the nature of the kind of the industry I work in that only about one and a half to two percent of players do in-app purchasing it's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a high yeah. percentage but that percentage no. is big enough or like lucrative enough that it's worth putting those mechanics in oh true I mean I'm a massive mobile gamer mate and I can yeah. tell you I've never bought an in-app purchase I've done bits and pieces if I really like the game sometimes I will you know, it, it, the the ones that spring to mind is with uh, Galaxy of Heroes. I bought they had an intro pack that was like Greedo and some stuff. It was like four quid, and I went for that because it was cheaper than you know yeah, usually paying for that. Because it was it, and it was only because I was I just started playing the game. I'm just tired. That's all my problem is, mate. <laughs> if I can get it by grinding, I will get it by grinding. Yeah, I've got um, more like that recently, just because I'm finding. Yeah, you know, I do sometimes find like if I'm uh, if I don't grind at all. I don't feel like I've. I don't feel like I'm having fun. I need a little bit mm. of grinding in, in every game. Yeah, of course. Otherwise, yeah. it takes. It's just too easy, isn't it? It's the easy exactly. Route. Yeah. But I mean, if you listen to the, the the most recent podcast we did, you actually talk you hear me talking about how I've fallen out of love with gaming. Yeah. Um. Recently, yeah, with current, you know, with modern gaming. Yeah. I spent most of last week. I have a jailbroken um, Wii, okay. and I spent most of last week playing Super Star Wars. Oh, okay, nice. Nice. It's a good game. Because to me, that's more fun these days. They are a harder learning curve. Yes. I mean, geez, you can't even get through that first level, trust that me. Game is I've nails. tried so many times. Yeah, it's, it still is. And I find that more fun. I can pick it up, put it down. And that's why I think I've got more into mobile gaming. Yeah. And I'd like to see I mean, I've got Nice of the Old on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, same. Because it's available on Android now. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. It's great. But that's what I want to see Disney do. I just, I just wish that they could turn around. And I, and I don't think they'll be renewing that contract with EA. They haven't bought them anything specifically groundbreaking. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I just hope that going forward they turn around and become a publisher like they have with everything else they do, and they just get decent. Yeah. Decent companies on board to make these games. You know. Yeah. No, I totally and get what you're saying. It stops pigeonholing you as well because EA. They're a kind of not a one trick pony is to say, but they have a niche. Yes. All right. Yeah. Niche. Yeah. I, the only thing, the only thing I think that could that could be worse than um, uh, a big developer, like I can see the appeal of giving the Star giving the Star Wars license to smaller, hungrier developers because, like, one of the things I always wanted to see was them give uh, the ability to publish a Star Wars Telltale series. Yeah. How good would that have been? You know, to just yeah, go at, go completely off the beaten track and take out a you know take out a character you've never seen before and just put them in the universe somewhere and have them cross paths with Han Solo once. That's you all don't you need. even need that, mate. Do you? I mean, that's the thing. Star Wars is such a rich tapestry. Yeah. It's a universe created where the, the the universe is your oyster, not even the world. And look at look at Kotor. I mean, I always go back to that because not only is it fantastic storytelling, an amazing game, it's some really interesting parts of Star Wars lore. Mm. And 
There is nothing in that game that references anything from Star Wars that we know or character-wise because it is thousands of years before yeah. anything we've seen. True. And that it works. It works on so many levels because they capture the, the, the magic of Star Wars in, in, in video game form. So you're right. I mean, a Telltale series wouldn't even have to have anything to do. You wouldn't even have to mention Vader, which seems to pop up in everything. Mm. Um, you know, it's look at, okay, Force Unleashed is, is slightly different, but you've got Starkiller and that storyline now, that could be a film. So why can't those sort of storylines be into more games? Yeah. Like you say, why can't we, we get some of this rich tapestry, some of the legend stuff, and start making it into video games? Mm. Then it doesn't affect people. Because I'm not a deep diver like yourselves. I haven't read the comics. I haven't read all the books. I listen to some of the audio books. Yeah. I find them quite irritating with all the effects and everything. Exactly. Well, um, I quite like the fact that they build the world, but I, I get what you mean. It, it, the yeah. over-reliance on that stuff can be annoying. It really can yeah. be. And I'm not a deep diver like that. I know a lot more about Star Wars than the general public. But there are people out there like myself. I get a little bit over-encumbered with it sometimes where – you know, I listen to you guys weekly and you're saying things. I'm like, I do not know what you're going on about. I haven't read this comic. I haven't read that book. <laughs> and that, that happens. And I think sometimes with the, the film media, it kind of bleeds into that sometimes a little bit. Yeah. You know, and with the games, you don't have to. You can do anything you want. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. know, look at Force Unleashed 2. It had an alternate storyline. Mm. Didn't it? It, was, it? it took the Star Wars story and turned it on its head. Yeah. And there's a killer kill Vader. And, yeah, yeah. You know, that's one of the endings. You know, exactly. It's great. Yeah. And that's what I want to see more of. That's what I want to see more of. Mm. Sorry, you got me chatting. That's yeah, all right. That's, that's, that's fine. what happens. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's, you know, this is what we're talking about ultimately. This is, let's say, it's not been, it's once again been another slow news week. Like there's been, you know, lots of people speculating about titles. There was a rumored, like, leaked one, which I don't think is, I don't think is real. Um, which was Balance of the Force. I now, so I've always said Balance of the Force. I can see it but being possible. I don't think they're going to overuse the word Force. Yeah, you I've, couldn't have the Force Awakens. Yeah, this and is then it. you know we had the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith, and we had okay, we had you know Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but we didn't have but, that in you know we had Last Jedi, and Return of the Jedi. They're two separate trilogies. Separate trilogies, exactly. Yeah. I don't think we have Force Awakens balance of the false no with the last jedi in the middle it'll be something akin to that yeah but. yeah um but I, I really like this actually just this popped up on twitter um because people had been had noticed that there's a new star wars pinball game being released in arcades mm. and um it's called balance of the force everybody's like right. oh my god uh, you know that must indicate something and somebody on twitter uh at blake northcott has said, guys, just because the new Star Wars pinball game is called Balance of the Force doesn't mean Episode Nine will have the same, t- same title. If the game had been called The Tilt on Tatooine or Yoda's Multi-Ball Madness, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Who <laughs> <laughs> knows? Nice. Do you know what? I would go and watch Yoda, Episode Nine, Yoda's Multi-Ball Madness. I would totally watch that movie. I'd be there day one. I'd be at the midnight showing. I'd probably find a way to see it first. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's... um. It's it's been a slow week. I say there's this bits about the about the EA stuff that they're saying holiday 2019 for Fallen Order, although they're now saying potentially fall, which might mean sort of October to December well, time. 
that is, you know, that's that time of year for them, yeah. isn't it? Um, but I, I, I still don't know if that's coming, mate. I mean, we haven't heard. No, apparently they're going to be talking about it at E3. There's right. going to be more to show. And somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody on somebody said that they'd seen a 20-minute demo of it running, as in, like, gameplay of it, okay. 20 minutes. So whether that's a demo we might end up getting to play, who knows? Who knows? I mean, we don't even know what the game is yet. No. And I, my only trepidation with this is, is the contract's coming to an end. Yes. EA probably know that. They're not going to put as much love and attention into this. I think this is probably more contractually. We're going to get it out there, get it done, pay the people. My hope, um, my hope is that if it, if that, if that's not the case, because I'm not, I'm not saying it's definitely not. But if if it's not the case, it will be because respawn are very good at what they do. Yeah, and I re- I would imagine they are probably massive Star Wars nerds because you see what they put, you know, they see what they design when given free reign. Mm. Titanfall. Yeah, that says to me, big dorks. There's a good pedigree. Yeah, they've got oh, a good totally. pedigree for it. Yeah. They're, they're not, you know, it's it's a strange thing. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and there was um, the earnings of companies as a as a as a ratio, and yeah. they were talking about big developers. And believe it or not, Blizzard fell in the medium developers category. Yeah, because they're just not that big. Because not big of enough. how many they actually just. Uh, publish and yeah if you look at that with ea i mean okay if you look at ea as a star wars thing. yeah oh hang on might have lost andy frozen <laughs> i assume so so we had some technical issues but we're back <laughs> and uh andy I'm, I'm so i've got the um the the only bit of blurb that i can find about fallen order in front of me here mm, yeah Set between the events of Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, Fallen Order puts you in control of a Jedi Padawan who has survived Order 66 and is now on the run. No other plot deals or ga- details or gameplay mechanics have been confirmed, but Vince Zampella did announce that you'll be able to use a lightsaber. To me, it sounds very much akin to um, Force, uh, Force Unleashed, isn't it? It sounds like a third-person yeah, yeah. Third hack-and-slash kind of... You know, uh, adventure game. Um, that's cool. But it's not what I want from a Star Wars game. No. What would you want from a Star Wars game out of interest? KOTOR free. KOTOR free. Okay. <laughs> just let's get back to KOTOR. You want, you want a big I, RPG? I don't even care if it's KOTOR. I just want a big Star Wars RPG. The, the, the world is right for it. I mean, look at Skyrim. Can you imagine a game like Skyrim but set in in a you know galaxy far, far away, but with the ability to travel between worlds? Mm. Oh, that would be you cool. know. Exactly. I mean, the, the towns, the, the, the planets don't have to be full planets with, you know, sprawling landscapes. But to mm-hmm. be able to land, like in KOTOR, you land on one of the planets and there's a spaceport. Yeah. And there's some – it's that kind of open world that's got edges. And I'm okay with that. But then let's be honest, going into next gen, there's probably going to be enough processing power to do to do both of them. Well, you can do, I mean, they could do that with No Man's Sky, right? They had the entire world. You could go around the perimeter if you were willing to wait for, you know, two hours. Mm. You could go around the outside of the, you know, you could go around the whole planet. You know, but there's there's design techniques in place, isn't there, where you can can create a world that you can't traverse the entirety of. And that's fine. You can put in these hidden walls and... No exits anywhere than with a circle, very much akin to Dark City. You're just going round and round, and you think you're in somewhere else. And yeah. it's it's that 
that's what I want to see from Star Wars. I like original characters. I want to see the force. I want to be able to level up my character, choose. And, and that's a very important thing, I think, as well, when you're playing with the Jedi, mm-hmm. um, is to be able to choose your path. And we saw it with the um, Renegade and Pala. Is it Par- Paragon? Paragon. Uh, Paragon system in Mass Effect. Yeah. And we saw it with um, Kotor where you could choose light and dark side points you, depending on your actions. And, I mean, we're talking a game that is two generations old now. Mm. I, I want to see a game that's for the next gen with those systems in place and with the capabilities that next gen consoles are going to bring. I don't think, in my eyes, as a fan, I don't think that game could be matched mm. if we're talking Fallout the Skyrim style sized game. Yeah. But with Star Wars, I mean, what more do you want? <laughs> no, it's true. It's a fair point. Um, it's. I would quite like them to do another big strategy game. Like, because they did those in they, like in the Lucasfilm, uh, LucasArts era. They did. Galactic Battlegrounds. Galactic Battlegrounds. Reskinned Age of Empires, but good. Yeah. Like a good game. Yeah. Um, but there was one that I that I played that I really liked, even though it wasn't very good, which was um, Rebellion. We had it as Supremacy. And it wasn't very good, but I played a ton of it when I was younger because, one, it was one of the only games I had. And, two, you can only play so much Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri before it gets a bit dull, <laughs> um, or at least in a row. Uh, so I, yeah. would, I would break it up with uh, Rebellion and to the point where I've actually bought, gone out and bought it again in, like, you know, from... Gog and from Steam, I've bought the game again and run it where I can, and um, it was fun, you know. And I'd love to see them go. Now that you've got these kind of engines that can do things like Sins of a Solar Empire and Galactic, and Galactic Civilizations oh, level, can you imagine how much fun that would be with yeah. Star Wars planets and aliens and all that jazz, or Eve even something oh, like totally Eve man. Online? Yeah. You could totally, you know. I know Galaxies tried to do that, and it was god awful. Like that was probably my least favourite Star Wars gaming experience of my entire life yeah. was the the hour and a half server running. Oh, probably yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I I guarantee. I mean, I can believe totally that it has its niche of people that absolutely swear by it and wouldn't hear a bad word said against it. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand their mindset at all yeah. because I played it for an hour and a half and I clipped through the world. And this is a game that had been out for three years. It's like yeah. this isn't you know maybe even longer. There's no excuse for that at that point. It's an Did online you ever RPG. Play? Did you ever play the Old Republic? I did. I went ages mm-hmm. without playing it, and then I blitzed for a whole. I, I spent a whole day just grinding through like the first prologue King thing. Giant rat. There was so Probably. much story to that game; like it was enormous. Mm. Just the sheer volume that, of stuff. That was part of my problem with it, though, Which because is overwhelming. It was, I think, yeah. Well, so, but when I'm playing a game like that, I want to be my character. Yeah. And I don't want to be pushed into decisions or storyline. And the Old Republic, I think, is its, it's downfall was it tried to create a narrative mm-hmm. for a game that's supposed to be an open world, choose your own adventure. Yeah. Um, you know, look at World of Warcraft. It has an overarching storyline, but you can stay away from that and you can do whatever the hell you want to do yeah. in, in that world. Totally. I, I want to see something, like you say, EVE Online, Mixed with World of Warcraft, mixed with Skyrim. I mean, that's capable. They they are capable of making a game like that. Yeah, flying from planet to planet, controlling controlling a fleet or space battles, and landing on a planet like in No Man's Sky. Yeah, and doing what you do down on those planets. And if someone could do that with Star Wars, I don't think there'd be a better game that year. 
Maybe not. No, and maybe even no. that decade if they could <laughs> yeah. if they could get it done. It's a, it's a tricky one, you know. Yeah, it's hard when you look back um, with Star Wars games. People always seem to have given it a hard time, mm. but. For a start, there are literally thousands of Star Wars video games. I tried to compile a list once of all of them, mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous. It's not even possible to try and do that list. No. Um, and there is some quality in there. Mm-hmm. There is, you know, the original um, Battlefront, phenomenal game. Yep. You've got the Knights of the Republic. You've got the Super Star Wars yep. trilogy on on the NES. Uh, SNES. There's Galactic Battlegrounds, Empire at War. There, Jedi Knight, yeah, Jedi Knight, yeah, Dark Forces. Yeah, love that game if growing they, up. If they did that, if so, they, if this Fallen Order is like Jedi Knight, where you you imagine like a Jedi Knight, but mm. you know, obviously the, the the plot of that was he started off as a kind of mercenary and then he became a Jedi afterwards. If you imagine like you're a Jedi from the start, but there's an actual cost to using the Force in terms of like like Assassin's Creed style, it yeah. sort of exposes you, and you have to make yourself scarce and you know go back into hiding. That'd be that that might work. Yeah. Whether or not that's so, what they've got in mind, who the hell knows? Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody I mean, knows. On that note, you're right. I mean, Assassin's Creed is, Creed is a good model to even base a bounty hunter game on. Yeah. That would um, work. You know, change, change some of the mechanics, obviously, from less stealthy to more action orientated with ranged weapons and things. Yeah, sure. Um, it would it would work, and this is what I mean. We're sitting here, and we're just two guys that know nothing about all of this stuff, really. I mean, you stick us in a ballroom with them, and they'd laugh us out the door. But we're sitting here coming out with better ideas than EA, a developed publisher, you know, and not only that, a AAA publisher. Has, has knocked out in six years. <laughs> well, yeah. We've come out with better ideas in, in 20 minutes. Than they've and, released in six years, yeah. Yeah. Because they may have had some of these years. ideas and then looked into them and gone, you know what, this is, an, this is a ton of money or a ton of work and can't be done yeah. or whatever. But, but I, I think as well, and that's, that's the thing, I mean, it's not as even if they've released two separate things in those six years. They've released a game and then it's sequel, which is just... It, they're not bad. That's the thing. I'm pleased. Yeah. I, think, I think they're bad because I think they're great. No, sure. But it, it's just... Battlefront 2 was let's fix the things that were wrong with the first one yes and, <laughs> and, a, and they've got a, a sort of cursory campaign in so yeah. that's about it and and that's it and I think you they themselves have really done a disservice to themselves and to Star Wars with this license over these years and looking forward they, the thing is you can only the only way is up because there it's, isn't any yeah it's, anything it is hard to argue at the that. bottom yeah, it's, it's hard to argue that they couldn't have done, at the very least, you know, because I try and be as kind of positive as I can, but at the same yeah. time, you can't argue that they there's a, it looks on the face of it like there was very much more opportunities than they took in terms of releasing they stuff. more things than they've actually released. Exactly, yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly right. So just that kind of, the notion that there's all that potential that's been untapped or, you know, cut short, it's hard to argue with that. You know, and let's say as much as I want to kind of put as nice a kind of sheen on it as possible, it does feel like the uh, there was probably an opportunity there to do more than they've done. Now, the important question, let's say that everything you've said is absolutely 100% correct and EA do not get the, the Star Wars license next mm-hmm. time around. Where do you want it to go and where do you see it going? 
I want it to go to many different de- um, developers. And you want That's it to be, you want to be more fragmented to, and kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I want it to be, you know, a free house as opposed to locked in. Okay. I, I want them to be able to give that to people. People come to them with an idea. Yeah. And go, this is this is what we want to do with a Star Wars game. And Disney turn around and go, we will publish that. Yeah. Okay. Just Disney can publish and Disney have published. Sure. There is no reason why the House of Mouse cannot create a gaming studio they've got more money than anyone else yeah on this planet they're so okay. they can do what they want they're not scrambling we, for rent for sure <laughs> exactly you know I'm, I'm sure they've made a few billion already this year and we're only in february um and they haven't even released anything yet no but it's it's one of those where i think i would like them to see them push that out to so many different developers yeah. and those developers being um bungie because bungie have just split ways with microsoft Activision. So Activision, yep. sorry. So yeah, they've just split ways with Activision. Mm-hmm. So they're free to do what they want. And the pedigree of Bungie is – I mean, they're an independent studio. Yeah. And look at those games that they've been creating for, for their, you know, their careers. And Halos and Destinies. You give – say, for instance, you give Bungie a Star Wars game and they go and make a Clone Wars game of oh. Clone Troopers. <laughs> That'd be cool. I mean, that's essentially what – a Spartan is, isn't it? I mean, kind they, of, yeah. You know, reskin a Spartan in Halo, and, um, and you know, that's you've you've got a great game now. Um, there, yeah. And you know, give them that. Give respawn a hero shooter game to do, mm-hmm. a, a and give Bethesda or or Obsidian give them big RPG, a, an RPG to make. There is there's so many options there, but when you give it to someone like I say EA. Or even just any, if you, if you exclu- yeah. exclusivize it, like... Well, yeah, of course, even if you give word? it to Bethesda. Oh, we're going to... Exclusivize, I think so. But, um, sure. you know, even if you give it, it to now. Bethesda, all you're going to get for that entirety of that is probably two games that are massive sprawling yeah. RPGs. And even that I don't want. I want diversity in the Star Wars gaming world yeah. because it's a rich tapestry. I don't... There's so much to do. And just giving it to one publisher, uh, developer just obviously doesn't work. Yeah. So they need to go back down the old route of selling this out to people. Mm. Okay, They're having more control themselves. Yeah. So let's say, okay. So so that's I I, I kind of swing with that. I think um, probably spreading the spreading the games out and like you say, having more of a you come to us with an idea and we'll give you you know we'll publish it for you if you're happy to make it is probably a good way forwards. Now, where would you not want it to go? Let's say it go. Let's say it definitely goes away from EA. Where's right. it, where it go that makes you go? Ugh. Um, well, that's a hard one because EA is probably my the one where I wouldn't want it to be. So leaving there is any anything better. But I think it is to anyone exclusively. That is where I don't want it to end okay. up. Um, because you will screw the pooch. There will be no room. For, I mean, those studios for a start. I mean, look at EA. They've only got so much um, in the way of manpower to make this stuff and they're making other games as well it's not just it's not just star wars and you give that to any other developer Hmm. and what do they do do they take all of their workforce off of everything else they're making and go we're just solely making star wars games no they don't because they need to make money somewhere else because they're a business and i think you know one of the bad ones would be to give it you know i love bethesda they are i will i will sing their praises all day every day because they make the greatest games in my eyes yeah um, Rockstar's another one you look at them you've got Grand Theft Auto Red Dead Redemption L.A. Noir even L.A. Noir yeah. I mean, these are great games and they've got they've got their pedigree And mm-hmm. but you give the Rockstar the Star Wars license 
what we're going to have one game this generation or next generation and then we're going to have to wait seven years until the next one yeah and that's where the problem lies there's limited resources limited manpower and I don't think I'd love to do it necessarily because they don't see the big bucks. I think EA took it on thinking great and then they suddenly realised, hang on, we're two films in and we haven't even started anything yet. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's where I don't want it to see it go. I don't want it to be stuck on someone's shelf Mm -hmm. with nothing happening. At the end of the day, if it's not working, give it to independent studios. Let's see what they make because independent studios have a love for it. They do it and they're not even getting paid 90% of the time, these small indie Mm. They're do- oh, yeah, they're doing thing. it with in addition to a you know yeah. full time job somewhere like a couple of guys sitting in a room making a game yeah. because they want to and they love it and look at the things we get out of that Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, that's <laughs> you know it's not my bag, but you can't deny looking at that game. It's beautifully done. It's oh, beautifully it's illustrated. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's a gorgeous game and even something like that in Star Wars. Why not? Yeah. Oh, you know, totally, go back, yeah. Go back down the sixteen bit route. Mm. And bring out, bring out Super the Last Jedi. <laughs> like, I, I'd, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You would, and stick it on mobile devices as well. It'd be ready for everything. I could play it on my Switch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, anything know, I could, but, anything Star Wars I could play on my Switch. Oh, damn! Yeah. I'd be all over that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The one, and that's where I want the one place I wouldn't want to see it go. I wouldn't want to see it go to one of the big two uh, hardware manufacturers exclusively. So I wouldn't want it to be like you only get them on Xbox and you only get them on yeah. PlayStation. Like for me, it's got to be Star Wars has got to be everywhere or nowhere. I, th- I don't, I don't think Disney are that stupid, mate. I don't think so. I, I agree. I don't think so either. But uh, you know, and if they do, make sure it's on PlayStation, please. <laughs> I'm ha- I mean, I've got both. So I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have a dog in this fight. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't want to see it either. I don't want to see it either way. I don't want to see. You Not know, a nice thing to call my wife. She just won't Star let Wars. me have an Xbox. All right, I've already got a Switch and a PlayStation. <laughs> That's not what I meant. You know this. <laughs> now now sir <laughs> um yeah there we go but that's that was the big thing this week was like the earnings call yeah and there you go so i mean i think the other stuff is kind of piecemeal so i think we're probably good unless you guys have anything you want to throw into the mix i'm good man cool all right then well thank you very much everybody for listening to this episode of talk star wars we've gone quite deep into games which is not something we always do but uh you know when that is the news that will sometimes happen so you know such is life and uh hopefully you've enjoyed it either way so if you have and you have come to this for the first time and you think i want to get on this you know subscribe to this convey x then uh we are available at all the good post we're available (laughs) at all the good podcasting podcast i know i know you think i'd know the word by now right i do enough of them you wrote a damn book (laughs) sort of thoughts on podcasting yeah first of all learn how to say podcasting yeah Yeah. assorted thoughts on (laughs) podcasties yeah is is it not assorted thoughts on cough pasties (laughs) (laughs) when you want to be The audio book coming when I can get a when I can get a cold for long enough. Um, Assorted thoughts on areola pa- uh, uh, areola pasties. <laughs> areola pasties. Um, if you we are available on all good podcasting platforms and some of the rubbish ones. So we're available on Spotify, uh, YouTube now on the Emotionally Fourteen YouTube channel. So I brought that back. Um, thankfully, it's automated, so that saves me a job. Well, hey. Um, but YouTube, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, 
I think you can get us on Echo if you say if you ask nicely. Um, I think Siri will do it for you now, actually, as well. Uh, but that, you know, if we're available, Talkstar was available in all good places where you find podcasts and some of the rubbish ones. So feel free to check us out there. Um, if you go to talkstarwars.co.uk, that will take you directly to a page with all the podcast episodes. You can just view it there. Um, Carlos, if people wanted to interact with you on social media, where might they do so between shows? You could do that at C Candido Music on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you could find me on uh, Facebook at Carlos Candido. Give my uh, music page a like. And uh, if you uh, want to delve in a little deeper, you can go to patreon.com slash Carlos Creates. And for as little as $3 a month, uh, you can uh, join our community and you'll get first access to any uh, new music and uh, exclusive videos and, uh, you know, all the all that fun stuff that happens behind the scenes. Nice. So go to Carlos Creates. Nice. Andy, how about you, social media-wise? I need Adam here. He does all this usually. Um, <laughs> Retro Ink Podcast, mate. We're on everything like yourselves, Podbean, iTunes, all the good and bad ones. Yep. Um, find us on Facebook, Retro Ink Podcast. And you can find us on the web, www.retroinkpodcast.co.uk. Um, and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. we're there. Search for us and we turn up. Nice. There's not many other people called that. No, it's true. So, yeah. yeah, nice. And yeah. it's well worth your time, I would say, for sure. You know. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Well, you we know. try. If you want to hit three idiots, wind him. <laughs> Well, two idiots winding another one up. Then, yeah, that's, that's, that's the show. That's the show for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of how my pretty much my business model operates as well. So I sort of get where you're coming from there. Um, so I can be reached on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Wade Vision. I'm also the man behind the curtain that you should pay no attention to at Emotionally14 and at Talk Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram uh, because Emotionally14 is the place where this podcast now lives as of May last year. And uh, you can find blog posts, video series. Uh, podcasts, YouTube things, all sorts of geek-friendly stuff on Emotionally14.com. That's one four digits, not letters, because I used to have that domain name and lost it. Um, Emotionally14.com is where the place where all of the other podcasts live and talk Star Wars and the video series and the blogs. There's so much stuff, just so much. If you want to support Talk Star Wars on Patreon, you can by visiting patreon.com slash talkstarwars. In exchange for just $1 a month, you get the ad-free version of the show, two days before release to the general public all being well uh i would be remiss as always if i didn't thank adam sheldon for his use uh generous use generous allowing of me to use the star wars intro the talk star wars intro and outro music and uh they're about to get another you're about to get another mention so i would also be remiss if i didn't alert you to the wonderful podcast that make up the star wars commonwealth podcast network so in addition to talk star wars you can also enjoy the tumbling saber podcast the Generation X-Wing podcast, The Nerd Room, The Rogue Squadron podcast, The San Diego Sabres radio podcast, Tatooine Sons, Retro Inc., um, and The Sandcrawler cast. Nine wonderful podcast providers, all within this wonderful network. And you can find them all on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Thank you very much for listening to Talk Star Wars this week. Thank you to you guys for joining me. It's very much appreciated. Thank you for having me. Pleasure as always. And uh, until next time, may the force be with you.